1: everybody and welcome to ring post radio the only show that keeps on kicking i'm your host ryan Knightsey, and with me as always is scotty edwards scotty how are you doing today
2: doing wonderful um my mouth hurts uh my soul hurts um my head kind of hurts same but i'm here i'm still here you know Uh, as as we uh, as vince mcmahon many times said the show must go on so i'm here with that mindset kind of hate that mindset (laughs) but again i'm here because the show must go on uh we have a I don't even know what we have today. I already forgot, well, I, <laughs> but I'm here. I
1: appreciate you. Royal quest is out. That's the most important part. That is important. We couldn't obviously watch it <laughs> before we no. before we talk about the show, but we'll talk about New Japan still. Uh, a lot of stuff happening in New Japan as well. But uh, I appreciate you being here, Scotty. Of course, I know it's been a rough weekend for you. If your <sighs> your tongue, whatever the hell's that wrong? If your tongue, is there like a name? Is there the name for it or something? You don't want to hear the name. There is a legit
2: name for it. I mean, I call it a canker, which doesn't sound great. No, <laughs> no, it nah. doesn't. Um, uh, maybe yeah. I'll make it. Maybe I won't. I think last. I think last week, I,
1: I my intro for the show was that this was the healthiest show known to man.
2: Uh, you ended the show with a migraine.
1: That was well. That was two weeks ago. Uh, uh. Uh, it, I called it the healthiest show known to man because the night was the night no because i was playing off the idea that oh i had a migraine last week during the show so this week i was you know better that night i had another migraine and then yesterday i had a migraine i've had 3 migraines in 3 weeks that might be a problem yeah i'm going to the doctor tomorrow uh i i think it's my cholesterol i think my cholesterol is high and i need to take medicine but it's a whole it's a whole issue with my doctor
2: but ultimately and this is dr ryan nightsy yeah this is dr I'm ryan nightsy dmd of Ring course Post radio oh, uh, I'm, I'm a doctor of dentist,
1: uh apparently uh <laughs> um yeah no so i don't know what the com- full issue is but it's like a lot of other symptoms that all we're my fiance and i are all kind of putting together That to think oh i think mm-hmm. it's my cholesterol being super high so. We're doing great. We're doing good. We're not falling apart. Uh, it is episode sixty-six, so you know one more six and we'll be officially dead.
2: Maybe three uh, more. Listen, listen. We only need three more episodes and we can end it.
1: <laughs> we'll go out on top, uh, or power bottom. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> <we> get... <laughs> that one got Scotty. Thank you everybody for joining us for this show today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, New Japan's Declaration of Power, uh, a pretty great show, I would say, a pretty solid show from New Japan, felt like a reset, some a lot of stuff was happening on the show up and down the card, uh, so very important show to talk about there. There was also AAA's Triple Mania uh, XXX in Mexico City, the third of three Triple Manias this year. Uh, the last one, we had... We revealed someone under a mask, someone lost their hair in an ambulance, uh, and there was a match of the year contender. Can you believe it? Roll uh, we'll Pretty View, NXT Halloween Havoc. That's happening this upcoming Saturday um, on the uh, Peacock Network, I guess. Um, uh, and we got some news bits. So we'll get to the news first, Scotty. We'll start off with uh, kind of the big news, maybe, uh, some some little weird news. Gallows and Anderson, let's talk about these fellas. So Gallows and Anderson, Gal uh, Anderson, of course, Carl Anderson being the current New Japan never open weight champion, they both showed up on Raw, on WWE's Raw last Monday. Uh and currently they're scheduled to have a tag match tomorrow night against the Alpha Academy, I believe. Uh and and while this is all happening, while they're showing up on Raw and doing all this other stuff, uh They, at least Carl Anderson, is still being uh, advertised for an upcoming New Japan show to defend his never openweight title against Hikaleo. There is also retweets by the New Japan World account saying that, you know, retweeting that they're showing up on Raw. So, Scotty, does this mean uh, that what is happening? Is Is there a relationship being formed between WWE and New Japan? Is is Gar- Gallows-Anderson and signed to someone? What's happening? Scotty,
2: let us know. Time for me to throw that curveball. This is uh, New Japan's response to uh, AEW working with Noah DDT and TJPW. <laughs> they finally found their answer. Um, in all seriousness, I just think Gallows-Anderson and were going back. You know, they wanted to go back. They're not on really most of New Japan's shows. They're on what, one every few months. So I think it's fine. I mean, they're going to wrap up with New Japan, however way they do, hopefully with him losing the never open way title. And we'll be on our way. But, but it would be kind of cool if they struck a deal where it's like, yeah, we'll give you them early if you give us Nakamura for Wrestle Kingdom for like a one night only type thing. Mm-hmm. Like those would be the cool things that worked. I don't expect that to happen, uh, because of who we're dealing with here. But it was cool to see them show up, even if I don't really care for them just because of that New Japan aspect. Um, it's I don't know. I think way too many people care about the Good Brothers this week. Let's just say that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I I am like, look, it's the Good Brothers. Who cares? You know they they haven't been putting the greatest of effort into Impact. They Carl Anderson had some good stuff in New Japan, but that Tanahashi match was weak. Gallows was just having bouts with uh, Yano. Uh, Do you think Luke
2: Gallows has ever had a good match? (coughs) Well.
1: I mean no. no, no but let's you also let's know. talk about what do you think is Luke Gallows' best match?
2: Oh jeez, I don't want to play the Bray Wyatt game today.
1: Uh, now we're talk now know. are we talking just Luke Gallows or is or tag team?
2: It can involve tag team, otherwise you're not finding right now.
1: Now is Luke Gallows' best match the one where Anoki interrupted it and told him to do the finish?
2: <laughs> I hope so.
1: Um I mean, He's bad, dude. I'm looking it up. What do you what? I'll ask this. So, what do you think his? I'm not going to count the Royal Rumble. (laughs) The best match he has is the Royal Rumble, apparently, according to a cage match. What do you think the highest match is? What do you think the highest number of the match is on cage match?
2: With no way it touches nine, so probably something in the eight.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll count this one a six man. (laughs) You'll understand why this one was great. This is a six-man on AEW, uh, February 3rd, 2021. Uh, the rating was an 8.28. It was Luke Gallows teaming up with Carl Anderson, of course, and Kenny Omega versus Jon Moxley, Pack, and Ray Phoenix. <laughs> now, do you think well, it was Luke Gallows that was the one that made that no. match in
2: 8.28? No, I can't say it is. All right, that's enough. We've already talked about Luke Gallows too much. I'm actually Gallus, whatever fucking name is.
1: Legitimately though, his his best singles match is a Derby City street fight against PCO that happened in July of this year, and it was a six point eight on Cage match. Anyways. Uh yeah, so I don't really care about Gallus and Anderson too much. Um I don't really care about Gallus and Anderson too too much. But I mean ultimately one the idea is like i don't really no one has really heard of anything of them being signed the the, the classic thing is like well they weren't signed to new japan but doesn't seem like they're signed to wwe either currently you would have to think they would be for wwe to allow that um but it's also a new era so who
2: knows it said they they were signing big money contracts yeah
1: that's the belief but it was there was nothing confirmed as of yet as far as i've seen um, and then, uh, and then, honestly, I don't see a relationship happening here. I think it's uh, the New Japan World ca- account uh, just retweets everything. They retweeted the WWE appearance of Gallus and Harrison. this morning. They retweeted a Tom Customs fake image of Orange yeah. Cassidy versus Nori Suzuki. So I'm gonna say we don't acknowledge the, the New Japan World retweet account. No, but J
2: White does, baby.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, Jay White, baby it's
2: great because he doesn't give a shit
1: yeah he's fantastic he's fantastic um i i realize our, our twitter is not getting sent the data so i'm trying to figure out how to solve that but That's while i while i try to solve that i'll set t you up on the next bit here um so and i <laughs> great bit for scott to get teed up on because i know That's he fun. has i know he has lots to say about it according to reports Uh, AEW is no longer allowed to work GCW shows. Um, This ending with Moxie's last appearance. Of course, some wrestlers can still work other indies. um, And if you're probably someone as big of a wrestler like Jon Moxley or Jericho or anyone else that was that big, I'm sure that they could probably still work for GCW. But the idea kind of, well, we don't really know why it's like no GCW, but they can still do indies um they're probably two reasons i'll i'll tee you up there and give you those reasons but uh uh, at the very least with gcw it seems they are no longer uh connecting ties to that uh the third brand in the united states so scotty uh
2: talk about it what what do you give me all those reasons why i guess there's two sides to look at this This there's the one side where it's like oh well if they were independent contractors they would get to work wherever they want um which is kind of like the boring one that I don't really care for. Um, I think there's a certain level if you sign a contract, as you do with w- or with AEW, one, calling these wrestlers independent contractors just doesn't make sense to me anymore. They're roster members. They're members of your team. Um, but alas, we move on from that. Uh, the, the whole GCW thing, it's like, what does Tony Khan, get out of GCW nothing he gets nothing out of them appearing in GCW he is nothing that works in that relationship that benefits him right you work with AAA, you get AAA wrestlers you work with New Japan you get new Japan wrestlers you work with all these other companies you get something you give something he gave a lot to GCW he had they had John Moxley as their GCW world champion for how many months right and listen i know a lot of people like gcw but gcw is the poor man's ecw in a lot of ways and that a lot of it's just weak a lot of it's just bad um yeah you'll have matches from time to time that are worth checking out right like mike speedball bailey's there uh he'll have some good matches there There's, there's a few guys that do that but Ultimately, GCW is just—it's just an independent wrestling company where people have to remember this. And I think I—I I, part of me does think this is a legitimate part of the problem for GCW is that Brett Lauderdale is—I don't want to say buddy buddy, but he—he uh, he seems to have more of a relationship with wwe than tony khan you know in some ways i think people do forget that um i know like he just takes pictures with like stephanie mcmahon triple h or whatever i don't even remember the pictures but like as tony khan said he's not taking that shit anymore uh he's not dealing with that uh but jokingly i just think it's better for AEW not to have their wrestlers losing on those shows being a part of those shows because more often than not when you hear about gcw nowadays it's because of what they did wrong not what they did right um the fact that he had his world champion lose to nick gage tells you enough that it's like you know what i did what i i did what i needed to do for you guys i'm done i'm done um i the only people that lose in this scenario is GCW. I don't lose in the scenario. Ryan doesn't lose in the scenario. AEW doesn't lose in the scenario. Only GCW. Um if you want to watch the AEW wrestlers, guess what, Ryan? You can watch them in AEW. You don't have to see them in GCW. Um, I think he has relationships with the likes of like a PWG. Well, obviously PWG with Excalibur, uh, Defy. You know those are uh, Mission Pro. Like those are the companies I can see them still pop up in. In terms of indies. west I'll um, say West Coast Pro. David Garcia Coast showed up. West Coast Pro as well. Um, and truthfully, I think part of the reason is all those companies are far more respected than GCW. So there's that too. I get it. It's a good move in terms of thinking like Tony Khan. I do feel bad for the wrestlers who may want to work GCW, but you have like every other company possible to work for right now. I think you'll be okay.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. If anything, it's also the idea of like, like you said, there are other indies that you can work with to showcase those other indies. You showcase- Better indies. You worked with GCW. you, You did that run. You worked for them a year. Let's shift our focus to other indies with West Coast Pro, with Defy, with other partners we're working with. You know, will they go back to GCW? They could- you certainly could there's no nothing saying they won't be we don't know what this sort of ban is what happened with this this breakup or whatever um you know who who the heck knows but uh but ultimately it's like you know it's fine you'll still you'll still see them on the indies you just won't see them on of course the number three brand in america so you know that's i mean i guess that's the disappointment but their competition they're number three now They're competition so Uh, number three yeah remember earlier this year when everyone was saying that gcw was the number three brand in uh Uh, america
2: well strong i think i put strong over them oh yeah heavily now um i put if ring of honor does come back i'm gonna put ring of honor over them
1: Mm -hmm. you're gonna put the you're gonna put the dead brand of ring of honor over gcw yeah
2: well we're talking about two dead brands here so except one just has shows Mm, um, got him, and I think Ring of Honor will be fine when they do come back. And I think we're starting to see the cracks of Ring of Honor getting a contract more and more as we watch uh, AEW television. So,
1: yes, yeah, someone that works for Warner Media Discovery currently, I truly believe nothing is going to happen until the new year, uh, just based on how they handle money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trust me, folks. Unless uh, they go somewhere else, uh, that's true. That's true. Um, contract news. Let's talk about contract news. So, we have uh, a couple big signings and some free agencies happening, of course. An impact Mia Yim is a free agent, she her contract ended around Bound for Glory, and uh, we have not heard news about her resigning. And rather, in fact, heard news that she would be a free agent. And there's also Chris Bay, there were some concerns that maybe he was leaving, but in fact, he has resigned uh, to a multi year contract to stay with Impact. So I think that's a great move for impact. He's a great guy. A great. I wish get. he left. Uh I wish he left as well, but I understand keeping him. Um and then Oh, he... I definitely understand keeping him. But I don't
2: you know, He's just so much better than what they do with him. That's fair.
1: That's which fair. Is not uh, yeah, it's like you put him in there and it's like, you know, you gotta make him at least X division. You gotta give him a world title more title shot stuff like I don't know. I, I I would have either seen, you know, flourish somewhere else, but the concern also at the same point is he will probably easily get signed up by AEW, um, immediately if not WWE. So it's a different market. So I don't know, maybe that's it. Uh, but then also speaking about, uh, AEW, Renee Paquette has also signed with AEW. Uh, of course, former WWE broadcaster, commentator, backstage reporter, shoulder content provider, um, uh, has signed with AEW uh, and on the same day, I think it was that uh, a water media executive saying, yeah, we're trying to develop more shoulder content with AEW. And then we announced Renee Paquette signing with AEW. I have a feeling I know where this is all going. Scotty, how do you feel about uh, these signings, these free agencies and
2: the like? I can't believe that the best women's signing of the year for AEW isn't a wrestler but here we are yes <laughs> that is both they shot at soraya yes that is also shot at whoever else they, i don't know who else they signed uh <laughs> i just i just had soraya in my head so that's why i said it Um, uh, i think it's a brilliant move a move that makes sense um i think she's the best at what she does i think you felt that instantly when she just showed up mm-hmm. um the other night It's hard to add to a wrestling broadcast as a backstage correspondent, um, an interviewer. You got to be the best of the best. And I think she is. I think she is that. Um, Now Tony Schiavone doesn't have to run around. So that's good for him. Happy for him. He can stay at the desk. Um, And I think whatever they do more, they will do more with her. It'll be good. It'll be good. It's something I look forward to. And now they have all of WWE backstage signed. So congratulations.
1: Yeah, I feel like you you make you, you do a sort of AEW backstage now. And, uh, yeah. That's easy to joke, but
2: uh, why I not? actually liked that show. I know like people made fun of it because no one watched it because it was on FS1 at like 10 p.m. But it was actually a pretty good show. Who do you think
1: will be the Ryan Satin of uh the FS1 uh who would be the Ryan Satin of the AEW backstage show content? Um, who who little who little uh who little uh, wrestling media star will get plucked from
2: obscurity,
1: uh and, and be joined on the backstage
2: for AEW and Warner Sony Khan, you can make it. Me, I'm just saying, I'm offering my services. I can report anything that you need me to report. Um, I'll say that you're the best promoter and I'll give you the promoter of the year award if you want. Um, if you want to pay me, just saying, I can tell you, I can tell you who
3: it's,
1: I, I can tell you who it's not going to be and that'd be Ariel Hawani. That brings us to our next <laughs> conversation. Uh, Ariel Hawani last week. Ariel Hawani did an interview on his YouTube channel with Tony Khan where they discussed a bunch of stuff or at least attempted to discuss a bunch of stuff like the all-out press conference brawl, MGF's contract situation, Bray Wyatt, uh, his relationship with Nick, Nick Khan and all that stuff. Tony didn't give answers to a lot of things. I thought the interview was quite well. I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if you saw it, saw it Scotty. Um, you know, Tony Khan was saying that he understood why questions were asked but never answered a lot of questions. But I thought overall, the interview was pretty good.
2: I enjoyed the interview. Uh, <clears throat> There's so many of them now. It's just like, he does almost all the same.
1: He does. Tony does a lot of the same interviews. Um, but then, on the MMA Hour, Ariel Hawane was asked uh, what he thought about the interview. And he said, quote, that it was the most frustrating interview in his career. He goes on to say that, now look, you're going to come on and promote X, Y, and Z. And great, I'll play the dance with you, as I did at the beginning. But you got to give us something. To not even tell me how you were feeling, give me something. Don't just say, not going to talk about it, not going to talk about it, doesn't serve me, doesn't serve me. Um, This is just me shooting right here. I feel like Tony Khan doesn't trust me. I feel like he doesn't really like me. And I feel like he came in with his guard super up, and he didn't want to give me any sort of morsel, because he thought that if he opened the door a little bit, I would ask X, Y, and Z. Uh, He then goes on to say... Uh, if you're saying right now with a straight face that the AW product is better than the WWE product, you're just a liar. You're just an absolute liar. There's no if-ands or buts. The WWE product is infinitely better, infinitely more interesting, and there's a freaking brawl happening backstage each and every week it seems. Meanwhile, it's all kumbaya on the WWE side of things. Like if you're gonna be a super fan, be a super fan, but also tell it like it is. Six months ago, wasn't the case, but right this second you're going to sit here and say that's a better product. You're an absolute liar. So, uh and then he immediately he's also defending himself on Twitter. He does like another show where he's defending himself again. He's really doubling down on defending his his comments. But what did you think of this whole Ariel Hawani drama that happened this
2: past week? Ariel Hawani is right. About Tony Khan needing to say a little more in interviews. However, he is not right about pretty much everything else. Uh, <laughs> Ariel Hawani is a very, I think, i he's a guy that I've followed for a few years now, mostly for his MMA stuff, not for his wrestling, anything. Um, he is also the guy that just did a voiceover for WWE. So there's that. Um, he's
1: also a former former client of the current CEO of
2: WDB, Nick Khan. Also true. Also true. Uh, I think Tony Khan doesn't need to open up, up, up about things, but what Errol Hawani wanted him to open up about were legal situations that you can't open up about. So that, regardless, is just idiotic of him. Um, you should know. Like, if it involves legal anything, you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Uh, but Tony Khan is very protective anytime he does interviews. He'll just pretty much, like, go for a, He'll pretty much do what he does in his Twitter... Which is like this Wednesday night on Dynamite. And it's like he'll, like he'll find a way to please. turn it into a play. Yeah. And it's like if you're gonna do all these interviews, you do gotta say something eventually that's like worth grabbing. But all of what Ariel Hawaii said about WWE being superior as a brand and or as a con in terms of content and what they're doing and stories and all that. That's just I'm not even gonna give like that attention. I watched, I watched Dynamite last week, last week, last week. It was great. This past week was pretty good. Like I watched Raw or parts of Raw this past week. It was not good. It wasn't great. Like, they had moments. They had moments. They had Brock come back. They had uh something else that happened. Then I, oh, the Good Brothers come back. Seth Rollins. They had all these little things. Seth Rollins, Rollins won the won the title. title. I liked how they did that, but let's not sit here and just lie. I watched SmackDown this week to just confirm this, because I knew we were to talk about it. SmackDown was pretty solid. Still wasn't better than Dynamite. Doesn't matter. Um, and I'll get to SmackDown a little later because I do want to give some praise to someone, but, but, let's stop lying. AEW is the far superior uh, content machine right now. Just because I think you know the story or whatever of Walter and his Intercontinental Championship might be my favorite in terms of U.S. wrestling right now. That's only because they ruined the ring of jericho storyline a little for me this past week not ruined but they changed it to a point where i'm not I'm, I, I fell out of it a little they they like, they zagged while you wanted to yeah do. yeah which i kind of you kind of expected but it's like ah, you could have just kept going the way that no one really you ever really thought because you know you did the wrestling thing instead of like the natural thing yeah um that's to me WWE is better that, that was my whole point. Like, because I enjoy the Walter stuff doesn't mean I'm gonna sit here and say WWE's better. It's not. It's not. It's not even close.
1: Yeah. I mean, you listen to our Extreme Rules review from last <laughs> week. You and I, especially me, buried a lot of a lot of the stuff happening. And I you know, I obviously, you know, I'm not a big I'm not a big MMA guy. I haven't been like following Ariel Hawani. I know he has, obviously has big gripes with the UFC and Dana White and all this stuff, but uh you know Brock Lesnar. Uh, so it's Brock Lesnar. Uh I get the impression that like the guy definitely speaks in absolutes and like you know, oh, uh if if this group of people believe this then this must be true. And you know that that you know that certainly is an idea but like you know saying things like oh everyone's talking about buzzing about how great WWE is right now but if you And if you think that's not true, then you're a liar. You're an absolute liar. Oh, the Attitude Era was the best era in wrestling history. And then Tony Khan's like, I like the 80s. <laughs> like, I don't like the Attitude Era. I was okay. I was more into the 80s. And, to- um, and Ariel Holani being like, huh, huh, huh? Like, he very <laughs> much, I'm getting the impression that this man very much speaks like, uh, he goes with, I don't know, whoever's maybe paying him, goes with whoever's telling him, uh, allegedly. I
2: might too. Be fair. That's true. One wants to pay me.
1: That's true. You know, if we have to start shilling products over here, you know, give us a call, Gcw, and we're, will, we're open for business. The
2: shit, out of Raquel Rodriguez, <laughs> if you need me to. Just saying. <laughs>
1: I Look, I will go on here and say the Hammerstein show was the best show ever if GCW
2: <laughs> cut me a check. <laughs> They're not going to cut you checks, don't worry. They don't have They're, checks to they cut. Don't, they, they don't cut their own wrestlers checks. So you, don't, you want them to cut you a check? Yeah, uh, okay. That's just
1: ribbon on the square. No, that's not the phrase. But you know, I definitely feel like uh, yeah, it's just I get the impression this guy speaks in absolutes and it's you know, look,
2: it's like I speak in absolutes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Well, I did I did it, but I'm going to now from now on. Yeah. I'm going to be the Aerial of every post radio.
1: I love to see it. Uh we'll get traction, I guess. <laughs> so we'll get MMA. We'll get get the interview Triple H. Now, did you Call see Tommy
2: Scott E. Helwani. <laughs> uh
1: did you see the Triple H interview as well as the Tony Khan interview
2: from back like a few weeks ago? Yeah, I think ago, it was Clash of the Castle. When he was like dead or stuff, and they're talking about Sasha and stuff. Yeah, I saw it.
1: Yeah, do, do you? So that another issue with the whole thing uh, that Ariel is big, big time defending on is uh, defending that interview because a lot of people claimed that you were throwing that he was throwing softball questions to Triple H, but throwing hardball questions to Tony Khan, and that they were not fair questions. Do you agree with that sentiment at all?
2: Yeah, WWE clears their questions. <laughs> Come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Especially because the way they did that interview was like very professionally done. It was like a sit down, like kind of almost a video, like a professional video in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know, they clear those questions. They're not, they're not letting you interview him and they're not going to have you ask him like, Hey, uh, how do you feel about Vince McMahon uh, with all those sexual assault cases? Huh? I, they're not going to do that. Yeah. He should. Not gonna I that. think he should obviously he should but he's not going to yeah and if triple h didn't respond because it's a legal situation guess what i would have been like oh yeah that makes sense that's and that's true scenario no no back up back up legal scenario you don't talk about not the scenarios in terms of what they're both dealing with well triple h isn't really dealing with it anymore he's kind of he's probably moved on he's having a great time well, I imagine
1: he's still dealing with it in some way just because he's still on the board and still part of management. Yeah, I guess. Wh- I mean, he,
2: he's, still, he's still... Like, people forget this, that. It's this like, man's on SmackDown t- trying to make sure Rey Mysterio doesn't retire. He has bigger issues now.
1: I know that's true. That is all true. We all we all <laughs> wish the best for Rey Mysterio. Uh, but, like, another thing that people forget is that, like, Vince still is in charge of the company. Like, he still has um, the controlling power. He still has voting power. He Vince, Stephanie, Nick... They all still work with Vince McMahon like nearly probably every day. Like they're still in constant conversation with this guy. Like it's he's not gone completely. He doesn't make the calls per se, but they still
2: work with him. He's not, he's not him. gone till he's
1: dead. Yeah, he's, they still work with him. It's it's not like, oh, Vince out of the company well, he's gone forever. He's, he's probably still talking to him every day. Also he's also, remember he's also his H father-in-law.
2: Family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're still family, I mean yeah just go away all of a sudden,
1: yeah, I think the biggest issue of Ariel is that I saw someone describing I think it He's was named
2: after a mermaid Oh, sorry,
1: that's true, that's true one number that number one that's that issue number two i I believe it was like oh, fuck, I forget who it was on Twitter that said it, and I want to shout them out, but tony dame, Trevor dame, oh Trevor dame, I think it was him, uh was tweeting out saying something along the lines of like In an interview is almost like a battle where it's like one side is trying to get something. The other side is also trying to get something. One side is trying to get the news, the information, the hot goss, while the other side is trying to look good and promote something. And it's both, you know, the interview is ultimately that battle, that clash of ideals to try to, to try to showcase something. It really feels like Ariel lost that battle. And now he's defending it and being like, no, I didn't lose. I didn't lose this guy. This guy's the re-, blaming his losses on Tony Khan and stuff, which I get. But it's like, look, yeah. man, you didn't get what you wanted, and now you're defending yourself.
2: It's as someone that does interviews, it's definitely a battle in a lot of ways. Cause it's like,
1: oh yeah, you told you me a can, couple you, things.
2: <laughs> you can only you can only do so much to get certain answers. Yeah, um, and you don't want to be pushy or anything. You don't want to upset the person you're talking to either.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause
2: like, I mean, he went on to pretty much say all he did. So clearly, he didn't care anymore. But like personally, from what I've done, it's like I I don't want to ever do that. If they don't want to answer something, they don't want to answer something. You, you you have to move on. Yeah. You you have to prepare an interview in the fa- in the in the idea that if they don't want to answer this, you have another set to go to. Right. Yep. In a lot of ways, like I usually list like twenty questions. Do I use all of them? No. Um. Because you know sometimes they're just not comfortable answering everything. Yeah. And that's fine. And you're feeling it out in the interview process. I mean, you know, we
1: sat down with Jack Morris. I had a couple questions that we didn't get to. That we were just like, "Oh, the interview is going this direction.
2: I'm going along with it." Exactly. It it doesn't. It doesn't matter the person, like where the person is in terms of like, yeah, Tony Khan's the owner and a billionaire, but you still should go towards that interview as you do a. For him, an MMA guy, right? Yeah. Like, in the same mindset of, okay, I'm going to try to get these things out, but if the interview goes one way or the other, so be it. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely
1: agree. Well, let's get to uh, the big review and previews of our show today. And we're going to start off with New Japan's Declaration of Power. It was a show that happened this past Monday. And I got to say, pretty good show. A lot of stuff happening on it. Of course, uh, uh, pretty solid show, Scotty. What did you think of the whole Declaration
2: of Power as a whole? It was nice to watch a New Japan show that felt like a New Japan show. Does
1: yeah. That make sense? yeah, yeah. Still missing the fan cheering, which you know it's, yeah, it's baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> Slowly getting back to that, but it definitely I got I get what you're saying. It started to have those vibes of this is this feels like stuff is happening. It mm. feels like a
2: New Japan show. I think it's cuz Ren Narita came back honestly I think that's like half the reason So it's like oh they actually like brought in a new person <laughs> like which yeah. hasn't happened in like
1: forever they're breathing new life into this company for
2: sure Yeah which they ha- like you and me talked about last with last week but we were- you said like you get you get the four guys that they're kind of going with y- Yeah the Ren Narita, like-
1: Yosuji, Shota Umino and uh, Yuya Uemura. Yeah, I was like, th- it's like
2: th- those are pretty good four pillars of a company. Uh, and of course, like Yuya and Yoda are further off because they just went over, but yeah. it won't be long. No, I don't think like, so. They, those two seem very ready. And not like, just... not just Narita and Shoda, they kind of got screwed too, right? Cause yeah. It's like, it yeah. started with COVID, extension, then you got to kind of figure yourself out again, extension, now they're, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking with gas.
1: There's also been reports saying that like um, TV Asahi and not TV Road is has been wanting to like go younger oh, yeah. with the talent. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Yuya, Yumora and Suji return quicker than usual.
2: I think Shota's gonna, I think that guy's getting the rocket strapped when he steps back in. I feel that way as well. I can feel it. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk about- Let's talk about the show. Uh Let's Guess talk the about Royal it. Quest, though, to know that feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Since you had a big match.
1: Big match. Big match. Oh, you yeah, haven't seen Royal. Big match shooter. But not and also awesome big match Yoda, right? There was Yoda Suji also. There. Yeah, Ishi, right? Yeah. yeah. I actually can't
2: wait to see that. I'm
1: actually super... I'm probably after the show, I'm going to be watching <laughs> Royal Quest. Um... But yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, well, Let's talk about the show. Let's start off with the let's talk. We were talking about Ren Narita. Let's talk about Ren Narita. Six-man tag match. David Finley, Ren Narita, Robin Eagles, defeating a team of Doki El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanomaro. Uh, I thought this was great. Uh, Ren Narita comes back, you know, showcasing himself as the son of Strong Style. Obviously, we knew he was kind of leaning into it. If you're watching Strong, he's leaning into the Shibata ness of himself. But oh boy, they're the New Japan's fully behind that idea as well. They're like, "All right, here we go, Shibata, yeah. Mini Shibata, Here we go, baby."
2: But, uh, the good sign is that on commentary they already hinted at the idea that he won't be junior forever. Mm. Like, yeah, he'll probably be junior early on, maybe, kinda, but he can wrestle everybody because that's kind of who he's supposed to be. And I was like, "Good, don't, don't, don't handcuff him." This guy is kind of limitless in his potential. Um, I mean, if anyone didn't see it, check out the Juice Robinson match he had on yeah, Strong. that was like great. Days before where he was bleeding like a freaking pig, and then he proceeded to still beat Juice, Juice Robinson. That's who he beat. Yeah. Um, which is a big deal. Uh, watch that. But, yeah, this this guy felt like a complete star. In his first match back, I mean, let's not forget he did get the rub this year of rep being the guy to wrestle Katsuyori Shibata in mm-hmm. Shibata's return match. So it's not like it's not like it's shocking that they're fully behind him. Like that's not a match you just give to somebody. And I'm sure Shibata picked him, but still, it's not a match that they just give someone. Uh, this dude is everything you want him to be. He made this tag very exciting. It was pretty much him versus those three. Uh him and Despi is a money match. Yep. Um him and Katamaru could be really good. I'll him. Say him all these guys
1: I'll say him, him and Doki as well, why not? Yeah, they
2: they were good in the final stretch. Uh mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this guy. Yeah. He's he's so exciting.
1: Yeah, we're talking about breath of fresh air. This is what Ren and Rita brings and I'm already
2: on the board. Guy, the guy that just wears uh trunks and boots. That's truly exciting. Enokiism is back. Let's do it. Trunks, the black trunks before. Oh, yeah. They had the big uh, celebration mm-hmm. of Enoki's life before this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Wrestle Kingdom's the Enoki show, so that will not be ending. Well, yeah, we'll feel that for sure at the uh, Wrestle Kingdom show as well.
1: Uh, next up was a tag team match. Dangerous Techers, Taichi and Zach Saber Jr. defeated the team of Bad Dude Tito and Shane Haste. Commentary is playing this up, obviously, as a World Tag League preview. Um, uh, Mikey Nichols. No, Mad Mikey Nichols. They're sort of teasing the idea that it's going to be Bad Dude, Tito, and Shane Haste as the TMTK team. Don't know what's up with Mad du- Mad Mikey Nichols. He's been on strong. Yeah. So, I don't know what's happening with the guy, but maybe it's Visa stuff. I don't know. Maybe, you know. maybe that's the idea, but how does Shane Haste and Bad Dude, Tito come in? Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, what, yeah, what did you think of this match?
2: I didn't watch it. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Then I'll say, uh, you know, it was exactly what you read on paper. It was a good match. Uh, You know, TMD key looked good. Daniel Checkers, obviously, really good. Uh, You know, very simple match, I feel like. Um, Yeah, just fine, good
2: match. Love the Techers.
1: Yeah, there was also a post-match section where uh, Shane Hayes and Zack Sabre Jr. was trying to figure out if they should do a a handshake or a fist or a hug. Uh, It was very awkward and very cute. Um next up next up uh they had a six-man tag team match evil show and Yujiro Takahashi uh losing the six-man the they didn't lose the titles, but the title holders lost against Hikaleo, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Rusuke Taguchi. Uh match here I didn't think it was that great, but obviously we are building up for an eventual uh six-man tag team it. match. Oh, they already
2: announced it? Perfectly. Yeah. Um it is on October twenty third. It's a week from to today. Week I f- from today. I feel
1: like, and stay with me here. I feel like this was a, um, the Hikaleo being in the six man tag, feels like a backup with Carl Anderson in the never open
2: way title. Uh, maybe. I mean, Hikaleo has two title matches currently on schedule, so that's a lot. Yeah,
1: like oh. In case Hikaleo can't can't, unless Carl won't be there, we'll just have, have put Hikaleo in a six man tag title thing
2: with Hanahashi and Taguchi. Because that makes sense. Why not?
1: Of course, why not? Um, you gotta you gotta respect to, the Taguchi, uh, yes. the king of Gooch. Um, we got another tag team match here, another World Tag League preview. Yeah, and- yeah I do Gooch.
2: Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry.
1: And- Another World Tag League preview, but as I sort of speculated, they were also kind of hinting that this might be a uh, um, momentum into the Tag League, but also maybe, you know, momentum into challenging for the tag titles. It was, of course, Jeff Cobb and The Great Okan defeating Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi in a quick little 10-minute match here. Did you you watch this
2: match yet? Where where did you start watching again? Um, I watched the Who's Your Daddy match and on.
1: Which, you got you. Got to watch the Who's Your Daddy
2: match. Of course, I did. I had to watch it. I was so intrigued.
1: Well, then I'll, I'll watch. Talk about this. This again was a nice little match here. It was fine. I didn't really get like completely into it. Ultimately, um, there were some underwhelming tag moments between Goto and Yoshihashi. Um, you know, obviously, it was more vibing with Great O'Conn, vibing with Jeff Cobb. Um,
2: Poor Great O'Conn. Tough week for him.
1: Tough week for the great of lost uh, his
2: friend, yeah, well, that's that's sad as well, which we didn't get to talk about, but Kinamura of course, passed away,
1: yeah, that guy I remember when I was watching him as a young lion when I was starting to get a new Japan, and it was just like, this guy looks insane,
2: this I, think guy... I saw him in person, you saw him in person when yeah How? he came, he was he came on the new Japan tour, maybe not, maybe not, but i ha- I remember just seeing this guy, and I was like. Oh, he has to be the biggest star in the company. Yeah. And it's such a shame that he had to retire.
1: Well, yeah. Was, he, had, he was at the end of his best of seven series, gotten, I think it was like a motorcycle accident or something yeah. injury, and he was just gone and then he forever. Go. Fell off the face of the earth practically. He was stud. He was a stud for sure. He was jacked to the gills. He was still jacked to the gills. I mean, you're he was just so
2: different from everyone.
1: Yeah, that's what was great about him. He just had that look of like this. Like, I'm, there's the picture of him sitting next to Tanahashi, and you're like, oh, that guy's the star. <laughs> that guy. That's. I, maybe it's the Vince uh, Vince McMahon thought in my brain yeah. of like, oh, it's the Jack dude. Uh, but it was <laughs> it was for sure like holy shit, my eyes draw immediately that guy.
2: He was pretty good too.
1: Yeah, he was, for a young lion, pretty good. For young lion, he was pretty good. Uh, next up was a multi-man tag team match. It was, of course, uh, uh, Los Ingo Nables de Hopon. Bushi, Hiromi Takahashi, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito defeated the team of Aaron Hanare, Francisco Let me Kira. say the thing.
2: Ready? Can I say the thing? TJP and Will Osprey, Go ahead.
1: t Yeah, so during the match, a masked man uh, came out, showed up, uh, beat up the heels, and then Bushi was able to pin Akira. So feels like we might be heading to an IWGP Junior Tag Team title match for the maybe World Tag League. We'll have uh, Bushi and uh, Hiromu, maybe not Hiromu. Maybe it's going to be uh, the masked man uh, who revealed his other mask, Teton. You and I love Teton
2: loves Teton.
1: I know Curtis uh, from Okada Shorts loves Teton, so he's all hyped for this. Uh, So he invited himself into (laughs) into LIJ, weirdly enough. They took a vote. They accepted it. He's in it.
2: Shingo didn't get a vote.
1: Shingo didn't get a vote, so maybe there's something there, but ultimately it feels like I don't know. It feels like we're heading into World Tag League and it's going to be Bushi and Teton teaming up for the juniors. Does
2: leave Hiromu
1: out of there, so I don't know what's
2: happening. I probably want to give him time off. Like, he had so many injuries over the past couple of years. They're like, you know what? Just don't wrestle. (laughs) Well, it's almost like, well, I guess you could do actually two tag teams.
1: You could do. He could be heavyweight. Yeah. You could do. Ooh. Ooh. Naito. Him and Shingo. I was. uh, Hiromo and Shingo. I was going to say. They've done
2: Naito and Sonata. That's why I'm just guessing. I was going to say Naito and Hiromu and then sonata well, that would and be shingo. great i'm just assuming listen no i want haroma with shingo here's why naito's gonna have his t-shirt on for like half this tournament at least mm-hmm. i don't need that <laughs> okay give me shingo and haroma cooking mm. yeah
1: but what about the team name of team icy icy hot team icy hot uh sonata
2: and shingo does that might it be worth it alone
1: <laughs> does the team name sway you up yeah, and so
2: they would, they would be so much better than Sonata and Evil, and I like Sonata and Evil. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's also you gotta give you gotta give some energy.
1: So maybe Shingo mm. can bring the energy out of uh, Sonata. Mm.
2: Um,
1: but you know, it definitely feels like that's what we're setting up for, and uh, you know, I'm excited for. Look, if this means more Teton in New Japan. You know, I'm into it. You know, I'm you know into your it. Tetons. I'm. You know, I'm all about the T. Uh, so I cannot wait to see more Teton on the show. And obviously this also means that the CML, CMLL, uh, deal is still, uh, intact with new Japan, uh, which, damn it. You
2: know, Actually, no, you is great. I was about
1: I to say, I was CMLL. like, Love damn that. it, but maybe we can hit Atlantis Jr. Bring over <laughs> Stuka Jr. <laughs> Stuka Jr. I was going to say Atlantis Jr. And you went with Definitely Stuka. Definitely bring over
2: Atlantis Jr. But yeah. Was Stuka Jr. the guy he faced in that main event? Yes, yes, that's great. That's a great match. It was a great match. A great bring, match. Over, bring over Stuka Jr. Yeah. yeah,
1: fantastic match. Uh, fantastic match. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's what I think. This is all this whole show is a lot of World Tag League previews. So I can see why a lot of people are being like, ah, who cares? So that's fair. But you know, there's something <laughs> happening. We got Teton. Uh, Teton. We, we go to intermission for Declaration Power, and when we come back, New Japan unveils a new championship called the television what well, was new japan no. television title no no okay new
2: japan world television title. new japan
1: world television title am i am my mistake not
2: as a world title it's actually for new japan world their streaming service
1: which is not a t- tv show it's a streaming service
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's so whatever whatever tv <laughs> tv acai doesn't get anything uh i have thoughts on the title go right ahead. Well, I was going to say they also announced the tournament to announce the title, the idea being we'll go that, yeah. 15 minute time limits for all of the matches for the TV title, not just for the tournament I believe, but for all matches moving forward and uh, they would like the tor- you know not the well not the tournament, the tournament didn't happen like that way, but they would like this title to be more youth focused. So, hopefully, uh, to me, that so, means it will be, despite the olds going to the tournament. I think it still will be a U-focused title. So, I think that's the idea. But go ahead. What were your thoughts on the title? They want it
2: to be a young, focused title. so we put Yoshinobu, Kanemaru, Tomohiro, Ishii, Hiroki Koto, Kenta. You know, the whole list. We put them all in there. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, uh, besides the title looking as it does, which I don't care enough. Mm-hmm. um i don't care enough because it's just such a nothing title yeah
1: i remember when it's they a announced, great idea. i remember when they announced the iwgp us title and everyone hated it i hated the that design of it
2: a thing of beauty. yeah that being said i don't think the iwgp world tv title is gonna have that effect on me in five in five months
0: mm-hmm.
2: um i don't think it's like awful I think if the if the plate was different i'd like it better you don't, but it's you don't like just this like new japan world
1: you don't like it. the you don't like the tv box
2: as the no, uh, as the plate no but i get what they're going for, i guess um uh, what i do like is the idea of it i think it's great um i said high speed wrestling influences the world once again and i think this is going to be the closest thing new japan gets to that
0: uh but it's going to
2: challenge a lot of wrestlers to be creative in 15 minutes something that Truthfully, I don't know if we get to see in New Japan nearly enough. Um, it sounds like also based on already the first six matches happening,
1: it's already starting. I'm, I'm hearing praise about yeah. Sonata. I'm hearing praise about all these other guys.
2: Yeah, it's going to make these guys do something that they don't do. Um, I've watched the first two matches. Uh, Sabre Jr. and Alex Zane had a really solid match. David Finley and Kanamaru had a solid match. So, yeah been a good start um it's a great idea it's a great addition to your cards moving forward mm-hmm. so think about this now on their biggest cards of the year so Russell kingdom dominion you've now added a 15 minute tv title match yep and an iwgp women's title match you've really yeah i didn't think about that You've really raised up, I think, the New Japan major shows to avoid a lot of those undercards that make, like, that, at least for me personally, I usually can skip half the cards. Now, we're getting to a point where that might not be the case. And that's exciting. And not just that,
1: but uh, long with this title belt is that they said that this title be also more frequently defended across these, like, tour shows these you know these these shows that just are filtered with multi-man six mans and tag matches and now going to be having tv title defenses on as well um you know maybe iwgp women's will also be in there so now they have something that can you know get people watching in japan uh those matches i believe also the tv titles will also be free on new japan world um so you got stuck content for new japan world that's free and to entice new subscribers You have uh, short, quick matches that obviously people like. It worked in stardom. That was the biggest compliment people had. Well, one of the biggest compliments beyond just great matches in the five star was shortening the time limit to 15 minutes. People loved it. Um, You have way to sell more tickets possibly on your shows, on your normal shows that aren't big shows Um, Um, in, in these smaller towns and whatnot. You know, these smaller towns, I don't know if the ticket market was doing too, too bad or anything, but you right. have something. Still New Japan. Still New Japan. You have something that can sell tickets, probably. But you, can tass- you can toss it on these Battle Autumn shows. Exactly. The- this bottom Battle Autumn Tour, I probably wasn't going to watch a single second of it. And guess what? Now there's six matches I want to watch, and there are yeah. more coming down the pipeline. So let's talk about that tournament real quick. So obviously a tournament was announced. A uh, 16-man tournament for to-, to host the inaugural New Japan World title. Uh, six of the matches have already taken place, so we'll uh we'll talk about those in a second. But uh, we'll uh, we didn't watch all of the matches yet, but we'll get to that. Um, but we also have a bunch of people. So we have David Finley over Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Zach Saber Junior. versus Alex Zane. So next up, it's going to be Finley versus Alex Zane. We have Yoshihashi no, over. No, no. what? Alex
2: Zane did not win.
1: Sorry, yes, Finley o- <laughs> Finley versus Zack Saber Junior. I'm wrong immediately. Did not win. <laughs> uh I love he's brought him to the tour and then immediately loses. uh David Finley versus Zach Saber Jr. We have Yoshihashi over Jeff Cobb and then Evil over Aaron Hernandez. So it's gonna
2: be Yoshihashi. Oh Hashi. Ryan's gonna rematch Hashi versus Evil. Yeah, well, they have history. They're actually not they have history and they have great chemistry. They have great chemistry, so
1: I'm excited for it. Evil versus Yoshihashi. Uh and then today there was Sonata versus Taichi or Sonata over Taichi. And then Kenta over Hiroki Goto. So that means we'll get Sonata versus Kento down the line. Uh, And then the other matches that I believe will happen tomorrow uh, will be Ren Narita versus Tomohiro Ishii.
2: That happened for like a week.
1: Uh, You're right. It's not happening until 1026. Can't even read, Ryan. Uh, Ren Narita versus Tomohiro Ishii. That's a big old circle for me.
2: Ryan's Uh, never read anything. I've never read anything. Uh, just keep that. Just keep that series. I'm
1: not. I'm not currently reading anything now. This is all for memory. Uh, and then we had Great uh facing Toru Yano. So we'll start there, Scotty, to do a tournament breakdown a little bit. Yeah. Renarito Ishii, Great Oka versus Toru Yano. Who are you feeling?
2: I think you gotta go Renarita and Ocon. You Gotta I, get the old guys out. I agree. I agree.
1: I think I. People, Renarito is the current favorite. I think him getting a win over Ishii will be huge. Huge, huge, huge win. I don't know if he'll get a win over Great Okan, because at the same time, I also feel like this is a pretty good title also to put on Great Okan, honestly. It's kind of a
2: cool thing for him and his style to make it 15 minutes. Who, Rennerita or Great Okan? Well, of course Renarita, but I'm in Great Okan. It's very different. Uh, You know, because he's got that wrestling base, um, very grounded, but make it 15 minutes. Whew! good. Uh, could just better him as a wrestler in a, as a whole. So, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. And obviously, Grey
1: O'Connor have.
2: has still the Rennerita should win the whole thing.
1: Yeah, we'll see where we get to that, I guess. Uh, Grey O'Kan and Yano obviously has history, so we're both feeling Kokan and Rennerita. I could see a reality where Rennerita loses just because he's just returned from excursion. Yeah, it'd be a big push for somebody to get a win over Ishii. He's old and all this stuff, but you know it is Ishii still.
2: I got a good point. I got a good question for you. Yeah, if you have Rennerita beat Tomohiro Ishii and Great Okan right off the rip, yeah, how can you put him in the junior division? <laughs> That's that,
1: and that is another great point, right? It's it's yeah. very you can hard. Beat one of them, sure, but if you beat both, yeah. You can't be a junior. Yeah, which maybe that's the idea of why they were talking about how he is a heavyweight. But he does not look like a heavyweight at all. He looks smaller no. than some of the juniors.
2: No, uh, he's like Zach size. Is he Zach? I feel like, But I feel like he's shorter, too. Is he's Zach- shorter, but he's a little thicker than Zach. Mm,
1: I'll, I'll have to inspect. Uh, Zach's a
2: string bean.
1: So. I'll have to inspect both of their bodies, <laughs> I guess. Uh... <laughs> <That's better. laughs>
2: sure go ahead man <laughs> do your thing uh enjoy <laughs> <laughs> i will
1: uh <laughs> let's move on uh the other that's still on that same side of the black bracket we have of course Rennerita and great okan that we're su- suspecting but then we also have sonata versus kenta uh sonata versus kento a lot of praise being shown to sonata uh for the 15 minutes uh oh, Ken- goddamn time baby i feel like maybe we found something that will work
2: with, with sonata Listen, no, 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 Ryan. You shut it over there. You shush. You shush for a second. Sonata is a good wrestler. It's just he doesn't. He shouldn't be doing like he needs to be pushed to a limit where he's just going, going, going. Because mm-hmm. when he's going, 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 he's awesome. Yeah. When he's not, he's just he's, his style doesn't make sense for it. It just doesn't. Right. He's a former. X division wrestler for god's sakes yeah right like that's what he was at one time that's Uh, that's his best role he's best that way him wrestling as a heavyweight often is having those drawn out 25 30 minute matches that you're just kind of like i would i would prefer if you didn't do this i think he's a great wrestler who can use this like you said as an advantage maybe kick him into a gear where he's almost always like this, which will never happen, but it's nice to dream.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I'm just looking real, real quickly. Okay, no. Azume has not been announced for his Star Crossover yet. Hmm. She, nah, <laughs> I was just wondering. Now. I was like, hmm, we could do it. Sorry, Kid has. Kid has. Kid has. But I was thinking, I was like, ooh, Sonata and Azume as a team versus uh, somebody, <laughs> I guess.
2: Uh, that like, could be fun. she could be like, all right, this is how you're supposed to wrestle bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, look, <laughs> may, maybe that's the thing, right? You know, we've always talked about how Sonata is somebody that is better at the, the faster pace. Maybe that's the thing. He cannot really work the heavyweight style of 30 minute, 40 minute classics that is happening because Okada is the guy, right? That's really why mm-hmm. it's the case. They're doing all these matches. Um, and Tanahashi is also the guy but uh but Tanahashi's a little different. Yeah, yeah, Tanahashi's a little different. He also did a little bit shorter matches, but Okada is definitely the one that made the 30 45 minute classic a, a popular thing. So that's what they went mm-hmm. with and I understand why. Maybe that's the thing is Sonata just needs to be the Azume of new Japan. Right? I mean, I think that's just the not idea. A bad role. And that's not a bad role. That's what he could use. So we'll see. Sonata over Kenta? Is that what we're feeling?
2: Yeah, he's the younger one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We'll go. We'll go with the youth. That's uh, how my analysis is working this time.
1: Rendarita versus Great Okan. Do we feel like Rendarita is going to be Ishii and Great Okan? I think he should.
2: I don't think he will. I,
1: I I I don't think
2: he will, but I think he should. So I'm going to go with my I'm gonna go with my heart instead of my
1: gut. Okay, I'm going with the gut. Uh, so I'm gonna say it's my opinion. It will be Sonata versus Great O. Go O'Conn. with the gut
2: too much. You Watch NWA because of that. I don't, want
1: <laughs> I don't currently. I haven't watched NWA in months. <laughs> don't 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 say that against me. You watch Impact though. Yeah,
2: that's true. And Impact's hey. running Bobby Fish and Bully Ray. This is this is fact. In world title matches. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm not. Well, Impact and me are currently on a break. To be fair, <laughs>
2: uh,
1: we were on a break. Sonata, I'm saying uh, Sonata versus Great Okan. You're saying Sonata versus Ren Narita. Now, do you have Ren Narita beating Ishii, Great Okan, and now Sonata? He's thinking. He's thinking. He's really thinking about it.
2: I mean, uh, Sonata's so good in this form. Yeah. It's almost like it would make sense if you gave him the belt in a lot of ways. I think the win if if this is the match the winner of this wins the tournament. All right, that's
1: fair. That's fair. Who's the winner of this match? Oh, he's thinking. He's thinking. I'll allow you some time with my thoughts. So, Rennerita. Some- oh, Renarita going off to Wrestle Kingdom to <laughs> Watch face Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I can't wait. Uh, this is this is your. I'd actually be, I'd actually be upset if
1: you lost. This would be your Ibushi moment for the New Japan Cup. He's <laughs> like, Bushi. I was right. I was right. He just wasn't ready. He
2: wasn't ready.
1: <laughs> I'll say, uh He's
2: still not ready, but he wasn't then. <laughs> I miss him.
1: Me too. Me too. Uh he's doing well. Me too. Uh Sonata versus Great Ocon. I'll
2: You're going with Sonata. Yeah. Sonata versus Zach Saber Jr. That's what you're going with.
1: Oh man, I didn't even think about that of the other block block. Uh maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll can reconsider when it comes to the other block, but I probably I'm gonna go with Great Ocon actually. I'm gonna mix it up and go for oh, it.
2: Oh, maybe Sonata. I could see, see hmm? them give it to Greto Khan now after his friend passed away.
1: I could see that. There's also the idea of Sonata in the U.S. title picture that I feel like there needs to be That's some sort US. of resolve.
2: Nope, there was Osprey beat his ass. That's true. That is true. Beat his ass pretty well. Uh, Speaking of which, who's gonna face Osprey? Uh, Naito. That's like at the end of this tour. I, I mean know at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh,
1: that's a good point. Uh, Master Watto is he available? No, uh, no, he's not actually. He's not he has a match not. at
2: Wrestle Kingdom already. Uh, maybe it maybe which it... was supposed to be Kushida, and people are not talking about that enough.
1: Maybe it's Sinna. Maybe it's a returning Abushi. I don't know. Uh, oh my
2: god, that would be insane. <laughs> that
1: would you and I would both lose our brain, lose our minds if it was an Abushi return. <laughs> you and
2: i would <laughs> go oh! and they announce it as an x so you don't know until the day of uh, oh! <laughs> uh and that's it's not coda it's coda, kenny omega
1: oh <laughs> it's not it's not kenny omega it's cody <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's not it's not cody but it's la night yeah oh! yeah yeah <laughs> It's not any of those. It's Keiji Muto.
2: Yeah, baby! Oh, well, that's actually just a great choice. That's just a solid choice. That's not a joke. That's Who's going to a... give Will Osprey the greatest match of his life? Keiji Muto. Not yeah. the other way around. Exactly right.
1: Uh, on the other side of the bracket, we got David Finley <laughs> versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm.
2: <hmm. I'd mm-hmm. have CSJ one.
1: I'm going to do Finley, only because Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be in love world. He loves to fight. One, he loves to fight. Two... Uh Zach Saber Jr. is in World Tag League. He can oh, easily be the challenge. What about Sonata? Oh, Sonata's not winning World Tag what
2: League. What about Great O'Khan?
1: Hmm. That's a good point too.
2: Jeff Cobb and Great O'Khan could win tag league.
1: <laughs> that's true. That is true. Hmm. i us still going with Great O'Khan. <laughs> see open. Well, 'cause the uh, the option is he losing the Toriano, and I can't believe in that. I can't live in that world. Mm, mm, um mm, mm. That's a great point. I still, I'm still gonna go. I with mean, Finley. You,
2: you gave the point. I just went off of it. And that's and fair. Gave you all the other options.
1: That's fair. Uh, I'm still gonna go with Great O'Con, and I'm still gonna go. Well, yeah, because Finley. David, oh God, yeah. Because the, at these, Wrestle Kingdom. That's the match. David Finley versus Great O'Khan at Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> oh, just kill the title now. Well, I'm not saying he's winning that side. Let's, let's discuss that again. I'm, I'm going to go Finley right now. You're saying Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah. Uh, we also have Yoshihashi versus Evil. I'm going to go. Oh yeah. I'm going to go Yoshihashi. I'm going to go Yoshihashi. You got evil's,
2: evil's younger, so I'm going Evil. <laughs> uh, you got to believe in your
1: dreams, so I'm going to go with Yoshihashi as the old man in the group. Yoshihashi
2: versus Zack Sabre Jr.
1: Yeah, so you have so I have David Finley versus Yoshihashi, a classic match that everyone's excited for. Jesus
2: (laughs) Christ.
1: (laughs) And you have Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr. I want to go. I guess I am going Finley on this one.
2: Big and That's That's a
1: smart idea. So we have. Is it? is it so our wrestle kingdom match here for Mine's me a lot
2: better than yours
1: <laughs> david finley versus great O'Khan. which you know it's not too bad no, don't lie uh it, it, come on don't ariel hawani me uh uh and then you have, I, I said
2: i'm talking to absolute the rest of this time that's true you have zack saber jr versus i believe it was ren narita yeah, you're welcome, everybody, for giving you an actual match worth your time.
1: Now, is Ren Narita going to beat Ishii, Great O'Conn, Sonata, and now ZSJ?
2: No, probably not. He's probably losing there.
1: Do you put the title on, uh, th- and this would be Zack Saber Jr.'s first New Japan singles title?
2: What a slap in the face, huh? <laughs> I could also see Zack be the one to face Osprey at the Kingdom.
1: Does it change anything if I tell you that Zag Saber Jr. is 35?
2: I don't know. Everyone's old in this except for like David Finley and Ren Narita. So,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, uh, your match is definitely, you know, pretty good. Yeah, in the finals? <laughs> now we're talking. I want Yana to steal the belt at the last second. That's what I want. That's the dream I want to live in. Um, let's move on. Uh, Next up, we had a singles match. It was supposed to be Kushida versus Taiji Shimura, but Kushida couldn't make it because he's still having dealing with hand, foot, mouth disease. Here
2: we though had Master How's Wato. Your for huh? How's your hand, foot, mouth? What? How's your hand, foot, mouth? Yes, my mouth, my mouth is terrible. Thank you for asking. My
1: my hand hands hands pretty fine. good. Hands Foot's pretty, fine. pretty good.
2: Foot foot could be better.
1: Foot could be better. Yeah. I'll be honest. Um, Master Wato uh, was took Kushida's place here. And he got an upset victory over Taiji Ishimori. So before we get to the post-match stuff, what would you think of... Oh, no, you didn't watch this match because you watched the Who's Your Daddy. I'll say... It's
2: not Who's Your Daddy, so I didn't watch it.
1: Master Wado looks... Fine. He doesn't look bad anymore. I'll say. Good. But maybe it was being in the ring of Taiji Ishimori. I don't know. But he doesn't feel like he's bad anymore. He's definitely improved, but and obviously getting the big upset win is you know the really pushing, you know pushing him hard. Uh, but it was definitely you know this, this was a pretty good match. I'll say I, I really thought this was a pretty good match. Master Wado stepped up. He's you know he's getting pushed, so you know he had to, and I think he did as much as he could at the moment. Taiji Shimori looked fine. It wasn't a great Taiji Shimori match, so it was definitely one where he was slacking a bit. But, uh, Those are rare. Still nowadays. pretty good. That's also true. Um, but then the post match was uh, Master Wado. He grabs the microphone. He's about to challenge for the title. But who comes out? Hiromo Takahashi. Hiromo comes out. And he says, No, no, no. I don't want you challenging for that title. And then El Desperado comes out, flicks Hiromo in the eyeball, and then grabs the microphone. Uh, could not believe Master Wado won. We get a whole schmaz. Taiji Shimori makes it official at. Wrestle Kingdom. It's been official officially saved by New Japan itself at Wrestle Kingdom. It's going to be Taiji Shimori defending his title against Hiromu Takahashi, Master Wato, and El Desperado.
2: Happy we're back to the multi man junior heavyweight matches at Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Yeah, baby. Let's get into it. What one, one don't forget, one night. We all wanted one night Wrestle
2: Kingdom. This is also what we get, I guess. No one forget that this was supposed to be Kashida.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder if it was going to be Kashida, Hiroshi, and be Kushida. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That certainly makes sense. Saddens me a lot. And now, and now, Kushida has nothing to do at Wrestle Kingdom, and Master Wado is taking his place. Hey, big spot for him. Big spot for the guy. You know, let's see how he does. Uh, KOPW trophy and who's your daddy match? <laughs> Shingo Takagi. Defeats El Phantasmo again. This was just sort of a normal match. Shingo
2: Chicago is El Phantasmo's daddy.
1: Yeah. It was it was a normal match up until the ending where El Fantasmo had to reluctantly say that Shingo is his daddy. And uh that is true. He had a pacifier and everything. what do you think of this match? That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it, it wasn't as good as their G1 match for sure. No. It wasn't as good as that, which is, to me, a disappointment. Especially. Yeah,
2: but anytime this cup's involved, I don't get my hopes up.
1: Well, the good news is the cup is destroyed. The trophy's been destroyed. So. Thank God. And I do, I feel like. He's defending
2: him again. Who? Uh, Shingo? Shingo against El Fantasmo. On Rumble at 44th Street. Ooh. Here in the US of A.
1: Ooh, is it the Halloween show or the Rumble show? Oh, no, you know, it is against El I Fantasio. I just
2: said Rumble on 44th Street. I don't. Not the night before. They're
1: both called Rumble on 44th Street. One just has is no, called the night before.
2: I would have called it that because I have names correct, Ryan. I don't read. You know this about That's right. That's
1: right. That's right. You can't make fun of me because I okay, don't have Okay, but I, I told
2: you. You didn't have to read
1: anything. And when I'm mad, I do jazz hands. We all know this. He just became Jay White too sweet um anyways i i thought this match was fine as well i thought it was i thought it was pretty good it just to me wasn't as good as the g1 match um uh so i thought there was some disappointment there but yeah who's your daddy stuff uh whatever well i'm interested to see i guess the idea is since we're doing it in uh, new york that the heightened and better match will be in new york whatever that may be Maybe it'll be like, uh, who's your, who's your baby. Anyways, we'll do a Who's Your Daddy match, but do it like an I Quit match, you know, where they say, Who's Your Daddy? Ah." Um, Who's
2: Your Daddy?
1: Singles match. Kazuchika Okada defeated Jonah. Real throwback to yesteryear here, um, as obviously everyone has already talked about. But what did you think about this special singles match?
2: I thought this was excellent. I thought this was excellent. Uh, Jonah has been hit or miss for me in New Japan, but when he goes against Okada, shocking. I know, shocking. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) he's excellent. You know, he's great as that big time heel, um, who kind of throws Okada around. Okada's so good at wrestling these bigger guys, he doesn't get to do it nearly enough because they just don't have them. Um, But, man, he is so good at being that baby face and working himself back and fighting back. and It was absolutely fantastic stuff. I I loved every bit of it. I thought it was the best match on the night, Um, even though I did think the main event was great, which we'll get to in a second. But, spoiler alert, I did think the main event was great. Um, Jonah, I don't want him to go back to WWE he has a spot here he really does he's he's earned it he's the the japanese fans take to him yep. as a heel yeah that's very important but okada getting it done the way he did it was, oh, it was it was excellent i mean i watched this so many days ago now because it's on what monday yep um but i do remember how good it was and that okada looks like he's in top form once again
1: yeah it definitely feels like, you know, Okada, we're ramping up into Wrestle Kingdom. You know, obviously we have tours and stuff in between then. But it definitely feels like Okada's like, okay, here we go, ramping up. Jonah, like you said, I don't want him to go to NXT. <laughs> I don't want him to go to the main roster WWE. We're hearing these rumors, hearing these ideas. But, in, you know, we're still making TMDK a thing, which is good. I, I like TMDK. We, obviously, there's the belief that they'll be in World Tag League. Without Jonah, that would be weird, maybe. But then Jonah is also... Maybe Jonah's not been in World Tag League. That seems weird, maybe. Jonah is just... You know, he's the old... You know, we said this is an old-school throwback match, and Jonah in New Japan as a whole is an old-school throwback, you know, yeah. to those big dudes, and
2: he's Closer to Vader than anyone, really.
1: And I love Vader. And I love me yeah. a Vader. Vader and, was better. Yeah, I agree. Obviously. I agree. But Jonah's but, still great. <laughs> Jonah's yeah. still great. And he just fits perfectly in this company. He'll obviously be a different beast in WWE if he ever goes there, if he goes back there. But he just it. This company feels like he fits like a glove for him.
2: Yeah.
1: If he leaves, I would be up. I I would be upset, but it'll also be like I would also have appreciated the time we got with him in New mm-hmm. Japan. Um. But if he stays. Belt him up, baby. You know you gotta, you gotta belt him up with something because this guy is a beast, and I, I'm loving what I'm seeing with him. He is so good.
2: Never open weight champ.
1: A hundred percent. Screams that. See, screams easy challengers for the IWGP him and, title.
2: Go just beefing it up.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: God, him and Shingo. The only bad thing about him not going back to WWE is we can't yell tsunami when he hits his big splash.
1: Yeah, what what do they call it there? I forget what they called it. I forget what they called it. typhoon. Is mm. typhoon? They did. Something. They did move Wade Barrett to SmackDown. Mm. He was the one in NXT mm. doing that call.
3: Oh, yeah,
1: he was the guy calling the the typhoon or whatever.
2: It's only good call.
1: Mm. I'm worried. I'm worried about Jonah. But you know, hey, money, money is money, brother. I guess I don't know.
2: Robson Reed.
1: <laughs> Uh Bronson Reed. Jonah is such a better name though. It's just Jonah. So simple. Uh but this Plus match was great. Name. That is also his name. That's also <laughs> true. Uh this match is great. I thought this match was fantastic. I, for me, this is a match of the show, easily. Yeah. Main event IWGP world heavyweight title match. Jay White defeated Tama Tonga in a 31 minutes and seven seconds. I felt this match was very long uh but you know
2: it was long
1: (laughs) it was very long yeah uh tomatonga has got that connection with the audience he you know i never thought he was gonna win obviously and he's got the connection with the audience they're super behind him there was that one spot where it was like they really sold it really sold it uh but obviously it didn't you know it wasn't fruition for Tomatonga. so i thought this was you know all albeit the length I thought this was a pretty good match.
2: I really enjoyed it. What did you think? I, I thought it, it's my favorite Tamatanga singles match. Um, I don't necessarily love all of them uh, to begin with, but this one really fed off that connection with the crowd. It fed off what he's really been able to create as the lone wolf kind of thing, right? With Tangaloa out, mm-hmm. he's had no other choice but to be this guy. And it actually made me upset that they didn't keep the never open weight on him because I think there was still potential with that. Uh, Jay White is truly a master at what he does. I just think I agree. I know some people don't like it, but I just think he's so good at it. He's so good at being that prick throughout these matches. And it just makes the moments where the baby face, at least nearly overcomes the attack that much better. Uh, I think Jay is as good as he's ever been. And I think we are uh, on our way to a classic Wrestle Kingdom main event now.
1: Yeah, Jay White, Okada, it's been made official at Wrestle Kingdom. It's happening, folks, in January. Definitely feels like it's going to be a win, but you know we'll see how everything shakes out.
2: Uh, Listen, I didn't think Jay White was going to win the title to begin with, so that's I fair. Have no idea. That's not going to act like I know. Sh- I, I think it's Okada kind of win, especially with it being a Noki I was just about uh, to say that, yeah. Show, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, if Kota Ibushi were to come back, I think they could, which he's not. But <laughs> if he if he said he was going to come back, I could see them hold off for a Jay White Kota Ibushi rematch. Mm-hmm which, of course, big favorite of Ryan Knight's year. You got it. You got it. It was his match of the year in uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that feels so long ago. I was, well, I was like, was that 2020? Well, to be
1: fair, it was. it's January 4th, 2021. <laughs> yeah, it it feels even longer. Uh, let's move on. I thought that was a great show. Let's talk about A, mm-hmm. Triple Mania, XXX,
2: Mexico City. Yeah, the show I got to watch one match of because I felt like shit last night, and I still kind of feel like shit today. But I did watch the one match that mattered for me the most. Yeah. Uh, Which was? Uh, Phoenix versus uh, Vikingo.
1: Yeah, let's let's talk about the two main events first because I feel like that's where we're going to dive into most of conversation. Probably that matters the most. Exactly. So let's talk about that semi-main AAA
2: mega title. El Hijo so del Vikingo. Never made I know. I know why this wasn't obviously, but like, they never get to me. <laughs> Did you?
1: So you know, Vikingo defeats Ray Phoenix. Did you feel like? You know, maybe I'm. You know, reading too much into it. Maybe it's because it's on Vikingo and AAA really loves the fact, and Mexico really loves the fact that he was number eight in the PWI, apparently. Like, like it's like it's like legit. They're like, holy shit, he's the he's awesome. Um, he is. Did the presentation of the belt, presentation of this match, feel to you like this is the most importance the mega title has ever felt?
2: Yeah, it did.
1: <laughs> no, despite Omega, despite all these other guys, this felt like, like a huge
2: moment. Like if. The main event had originally supposed to be like Psycho Clown versus someone, for example. Mm-hmm. Just take that as for instance. Um, I do think that they would, and it wasn't Mask versus Mask, also very important because I understand why this wasn't the main event. Yeah. Um, then I think they would have moved this there because the t- this title never made events, ever. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Uh, but I agree. It felt more important than I think I've ever seen this belt have. Like, This was his first defense on any of the Triple Mania shows. Mm -hmm. They had three Triple Mania
3: shows.
2: (laughs) And he was in a Fatal Five way, which was fantastic. Um, And I don't even remember what he did the other time. Uh, uh, You played the Young Bucks? Yes. It wasn't that good.
1: I think, yeah, it wasn't that good. I think that was on Triple Mania. Uh, I'm looking yeah, it up right now. That was the
2: first triple A. I think he did so he did main event um a match <laughs> or one of these shows. So Triple Mania
1: T- Tijuana was the uh he was in the Triple A World Cruiserweight title and Latin American title five way match. Where that Which Phoenix won. That Phoenix won. And then at Monterey he was in the Young Bucks match with Vikingo and Phoenix versus
2: the Young Bucks. Yeah, well let down. That should have been like the greatest match of all time. And it wasn't. If you did an AEW ring, it would be. That's probably true. That's probably true. Um but yeah, no,
1: this match itself, uh Yano was not here. Stop saying that. Yano, uh this match was fantastic. Vikingo and Phoenix, exactly what you thought it would be. A great, classic Lucha Libre match. Spots all over the place. We got blood running out of Phoenix's skull and a little bit out of Vikingo's. Uh, just insane setups and spots. The, the closing finish, Vikingo, they do like a, a stand, a top rope, uh, poison Rana, I think it was, or something mm. like that, yeah. lands awfully, <laughs> screws up his sta- his spine, screws up his tailbone, and then is like really selling the idea. I was like, oh man, can this guy still move? Gets up, super kicks Phoenix, does the fastest run ever to do a running meteora, and then chops <laughs> him to do a uh, inside out four fifty. <laughs> it's just like and then and then he's limping to the back. It's like holy shit. This guy, Vikingo, he is insane. Phoenix great wrestler obviously in his own right, uh putting out insane spots, uh, uh, I guess reverse uh, uh um what's it called? Not Phoenix splash, reverse um oh, what's it called? Ah, forget what it is. But he had great spots too. Um <laughs> Just this match was unbelievably insane. Lucha, what'd you think of it?
2: Um, these two are two of my top five luchadors in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the match had, a, in terms of satisfaction, it delivered mm-hmm. right? Like, you see these two on paper, you're like, all right, here we go. Like, these two are going to have nothing short of a great match, and that's what they did. Um, I think they even raised it in some ways of how crazy they went. They just, these two can do things that no one else can do, which I think is um, a little bit underappreciated almost when it comes to someone like a Ray Phoenix, especially, because, you know, we see him more than Vikingo. So it's like you kind of forget, and I think that that's he's starting to get that Rey Mysterio feeling, if that makes sense, in yeah. that you kind of just you don't appreciate what he's doing all the time, but you should, because he's special. Yeah, And, uh, I mean, Vikingo's special. Vikingo's also 24 years old. Like, this guy, <laughs> he's just getting started. Um, and he still has a lot to work on, I actually think. Not in terms of aerial stuff. He's He's nailed that. He's got that down. I'm not worried about that. But even like in terms of emotion and stuff like that, like he can work his way towards that. Um, He does also have the interesting thing that he is so young and he doesn't have a mask to work with. Mm -hmm. Right. Like most of the best, like out of my top five luchadors in the world, everyone else has a mask. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone else has a mask and that adds something. Right. So he's kind of working in a different way. But he's just tremendous. He's a tremendous talent. Um, if you want to just talk natural talents in terms of in-ring stuff, he's got to be top 10, right, just in terms of what he can do. Because um, no one else can do what he does. And no one else can do what right. Phoenix does. And you felt that in this match when they did what they did. Um, terrific stuff. Best match of all A's. All triple manias, triple yeah. A, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh this match in the uh Fatal Five way, which also involved both of them, right? Yep. Best two matches of triple A, Triple A. Oh my god, triple Mania, Triple Mania, Triple Mania. Uh the first show is terrible, so don't even watch that. But if you're looking for something to get yourself into triple A watch these two from the two triple manias. It's just nonstop action. This was fantastic stuff. Uh, probably the, probably the uh, Lucha Libre match of the year.
1: It's good. It's good conversation. I think which the CMLL event conversation. I was about to say that's certainly in the conversation as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, a reverse Spanish fly. That is what I was trying to think of. Mm. yeah that was a great spot yeah no like i'm seeing people talk about how and obviously i wasn't around back then i was but i was one years old uh talking about how vikingo (laughs) is like giving off uh ray mysterio 97 vibes for sure um and i i kind of get that idea i like i like i've always pushed back against the idea of ray phoenix being the next ray mysterio because I don't get Rey Mysterio when I watch Ray Phoenix, I get like Ray Phoenix. I get I get his own. Person. Yeah,
2: Ray Phoenix does stuff Rey Mysterio ne- never did. Like like you know, I love. the I Rey just get my my comparison was that they're on TV. No, Ray yes. Mysterio became underappreciated when he was on TV.
1: I agree. Uh, and for AEW, I've always talked always. about how my AEW Ray Mysterio comp is not Phoenix, but rather Dante Martin. Um. Which, well, I I say that because just like Vikingo, Dante, well, just like, you know, Rey Mysterio, Dante Martin, Vikingo, all three of them, what they feel like they have in common is that they all feel very innovative in their aerial Mm -hmm. offense. It feels like I'm seeing stuff I've never seen before when I watch all three of these guys wrestle. Not saying that any other luchador is not doing these things, but. It really feels like it when I, when it comes to specifically aerial offense, and I get that vibe. And boy, howdy, Vikingo coming to America. They announced the Arizona show that they're doing. Uh, Vikingo allegedly, apparently, has a visa. You bring him into AEW, and you want to showcase Vikingo, Mister Tony Khan, Whew, baby. Vikingo and Dante Martin. Think about it. Everyone's I think talking about Dante
2: Martin way too much. I so. I am. I am. Like anytime he gets a big spot, I think he lets me down. Yeah. I disagree. I,
1: I'm always into it. Uh I'm always into Dante Martin. But you know, maybe that's also a good match for Dante Martin to lose is against my Kingo. Um not Weird only it- him
2: versus Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it'd be pretty good. Well you hate Joker Boy the character, but Chugger Boy is at least if if there's anything he's good at, it's that part. No, if stuff.
1: if anything, if anything, we're gonna get uh Vikingo versus Matt Sidel. That's probably what we're gonna get.
2: Uh, no, that's a big letdown. <laughs> I mean, Matt Sidel's good.
1: It's gonna be a good match. You know, it's yeah. gonna be a good match, but huh. Uh If I got to book, mm-hmm. I would just run this bet. I mean, that's also true. <laughs> you run this like, Why not? You have you, both of them. <laughs> you do the ECW classic of, oh, that works somewhere else? Okay, let's just run it here. Uh Yeah, no. It definitely feels like Vikingo's on the cusp of breaking out huge in America. As soon as he gets to America, he's going to get we're going to start seeing that tour around America, mm-hmm. and we're going to start seeing that that stock rise even higher for Vikingo.
2: Who are your five best luchadores? Of all time? No, now why would I, why would I say all time? All right, of all time, Blue
1: Demon Junior.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna pull out like all these guys to <laughs> be like,
1: not at all when I asked. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: uh, Phoenix for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, uh, Vikingo for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the list just to remember names. Bandito. Mm-hmm. It's three. Um. Uh, I'm just trying to remember names pentagon yeah i'll (laughs) say (laughs) pentagon i love the main event which we'll get to uh i already said vikingo right yes (laughs) so i have four
2: yes you have four of my five (laughs)
1: Hmm, who am i feeling who am i respect him roman reigns number five the time i didn't say acknowledge him um I feel like I'm forgetting someone obvious but I uh
2: Taurus. How Taurus. Oh that's a good one. I like Taurus that's a lot. Good one. I'm a big twist. We dragon Lee, but that's fine. Oh shit
1: Dragon Lee is also <laughs> fucking great. Ah oh, god damn it. oh Titan. Uh Titan with the Titan. Taurus is
2: great though. Uh, Atlantis, uh, Jr. Atlantis Jr.
1: Atlantis Jr. Titan. I need to
2: see more CML.
1: Desperado, technically, I guess. Is he a luchador? know
2: I don't get this. Tarus is a great show. I actually forgot about him. Yeah, Tarus is great. Laredo Kid's He's also done... really good. Laredo Kid's good. Commander's going to be that good. Mm-hmm. Um, Commander has his Commander Gleamage?
1: has uh no, I did not watch his Gleam.
2: Oh my anything. god. I think to... Commander has I early think... Vikingo vibes. Like the five years from now, he'll be great. Yeah. The Korkin, uh crowd was like, what am I watching? Because <laughs> he did the rope walk yeah, and took everyone out. And I was like, oh, my God. And Bandito is incredible. Yeah. Bandito is he, like. He's amazing. He might be my one because he does everything great. He, he, I like, know. He does power great. He flies. He just does everything. He's a cool, nice dude. <laughs> yeah. Lucha Libre is great when uh, you can hear it, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, well, we'll get to those production issues. Uh,
2: main event as well
1: was the finals of the roulette wheel of mask death. Uh, mask versus mask match tournament. Pentagon Jr. versus Velano 4. It was what we were all expecting. Pentagon Jr. got the win, which means Velano 4 lost his mask. Uh, he is now uh, Tomas uh, Mendoza. Uh, so uh, Kinko's
2: going to JCW, isn't
1: he? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'll go uh, say it brought it up after this main event. Well, maybe we, we should maybe we should bring it up now because it would probably fit better. Let's bring it up now. Uh I hate wrestling. So, post match, post match <laughs> Vikingo, post match Vikingo is that uh, he's cut a press conference stuff and he gets jumped by three guys Gringo Loco. A guy we have already previously seen in AAA, teaming up with Sam Adonis, all these other people, but then also Joey Janela and Alex Colon. I believe Alex Colon wearing a GCW shirt. I see what you're saying that it feels like he's going to go to GCW. Uh, Lucha Blog disagrees. He believes this is an angle specifically for AAA because they did it on AAA soil. I wouldn't be surprised if he does a match in GCW, but. This feels like more or less if I can go going to America and a GS, he does a GCW tour, it feels more like GCW invades AAA. This might be worse. Which it is might be
2: worse than what I thought.
1: The irony of all weekend long people going to this and saying that AAA is is Mexican GCW and it's booked similarly <laughs> and performs similarly in some some aspects the idea of that and then having GCW invade AAA Brett Lauderdale was also there he took a, he posted a picture of him with Vikingo so this feels like GCW invades AAA what do you feel about the third promotion in America
2: uh battling over Triple uh, A in Mexico. I wish it was New Japan strong. I fucking hate this. <laughs> I hate every bit of this. I. I don't want to see any of those matches. You're telling me. And oh, the worst part,
1: Vikingo versus Gringo Loco will be good, at the very least. Yeah. And then, there, and, then, and then from there, and then and then from there, I don't
2: know. Him versus Alex Colon couldn't make less sense. Let's just say that um conan said that uh he asked kenny omega to do a video mm-hmm. for whoever uh won that mega match yep and he can't because of legal reasons and if this was their plan b then i don't think i could trust triple a if they said okay we can't get kenny omega let's get gringo loco Joey Janella an clone. Do you hear that? Do you hear what I just said? That's awful.
1: Let's try to come up with the best by Kingo GCW
2: match that we can think Bikingo of. By Kingo versus Commander.
1: <laughs> I don't think that counts.
2: It does. They both wrestle in GCW. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Can I
1: throw you some names? By Kingo just... versus Speedball. I think our you're audience. You're welcome
2: for that, by the way. PWG. You're welcome.
1: That. That's a, that's a PWG match right there. I'm going to throw out some names because I feel like uh, our listeners specifically will love your reactions to the, these ideas. Can I, can I, I hate you. We'll, we'll start <laughs> off with the only contract talent by Kingo versus Nick Gage.
2: Fuck no. <laughs> you, no, just imagine, okay? Just imagine. Just imagine that for five seconds. Vikingo's doing all his shit. Nick Gage is like, ugh, ugh. Do you watch House of the Dragon? No, I do not. How watch House of the Dragon. All right. Well, then this is completely useless. Are you talking about the know. guy with the gold mask? Yes. That would be Nick Gage trying to wrestle Vikingo. Anyways, continue. Right? Nick Gage, you know, great fellow, it seems, but uh, no, please don't.
1: Uh, obviously, a great, the maybe the heart of GCW, by Kingo. Versus Jordan Oliver. I hate wrestling. How about this one? How about this one? Uh, This one might cheer you up. You know, maybe. No one really knows what's happening with his contract status. I don't believe you. No one really knows what's happening with his contract status. Hold on. No one really knows what's happening with his contract status. But he's definitely uh, the third most GCW shows on Cage Match. uh, Vikingo versus Nick Wayne. That could be a beast. That could be a beast. Now, what about this? Vikingo versus Effie. Thoughts? We'll rapid fire I this. Wish, I wish I had none. Vikingo versus Jimmy Lloyd. Thoughts? No. No. Uh, Vikingo versus Tony Deppen. Maybe. Vikingo versus Blake Christian. That would be crazy. Vikingo versus Alley Catch. All right. Well, Vikingo. Versus Ninja Mac. My Kingo versus Ninja Mac? My, my last one on the See plate? <laughs> my last one on the plate here? <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, uh, not jazzed about it here, uh, as you can tell. And
2: um, versus Gringo Loco will be pretty good.
1: I think that's potentially good. I'm just
2: worried
1: that it'll be. I can't
2: believe they sent Psycho Clown to GCW, and what they get back is Gringo Loco, Joey Janela, and uh, Alex Cologne.
1: I mean, arguably, I mean Gringo is the connection to the AAA because he's already been there. I get that, but then arguably, the who are the biggest stars of GCW? It's probably Joey Janela, the guy who just came off of AEW Television, and Alex Cologne is also like huge in Japan. So yeah. I get why they picked them. You know, who else are you gonna pick? Are you gonna are you gonna put Effie and Jimmy Lloyd in there? No, but uh, well, you know it is what is what it is, I guess. Um, let's move on to the main event, which was Pentagon junior defeated Villano Four. uh, Villano Four unmasked. He's now Tomas Mendoza. Um, this match was, you didn't watch this match and I'll describe it to you. I didn't get a
2: chance to watch it. I will watch it. Great. Great match. I you know, know you're saying great that I was going to watch it. Right. I was like, thanks man. I'm, <laughs> I'm jazzed <laughs> that you're going
1: to see this match because yeah. this match was great. Um, you know now, Viano Four. He's old. He's not you know doing uh you know insane bumps or anything. That was Pentagon's job. So he little carried that in that way. But it was what Viano Four has been doing all of AAA of these Mass versus Mass matches, which is just he's an old dude going out there throwing shoot punches, bleeding all over the place. Uh, just just he looks like an old man who is just beating the shit out of another person, and I loved it. He did shoot headbutts into, Vianna Ford did shoot headbutts into a, the pole, into the turnbuckle post. Um, he went through a table. Um, he took obviously a lot of shots to the head overall. Pentagon Jr. was gushing blood in this match. Uh, that picture that's going around of Pentagon Jr. with, uh, with Viana's four mask in his hand insane looking image just insane looking Mm -hmm. image pentagon was looking like that for most of the match uh pentagon did great work as well obviously not as great as the heights of like kingo and phoenix if you're looking for that lucha style get that here but if you're looking for just an all-out brawl with old guy being the shit out of the young guy and the young guy doing the same to the old guy at one point, they shook. They stopped the match, shook hands of each other, and then just went back to sh- <laughs> fist punching each other. It was just like boom, 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 boom. Uh, just very solid stuff. Great stuff. I really liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Um, and then, of course, you know, you get that lucha thing of Viana Four lost his match, lost his match, and his mask. So uh, great things for Pentagon. Great little thing to give to Pentagon here. Um, they did a lot of cool callbacks as well. Obviously I didn't know the callbacks, so I read them online, but they did the uh clutch pin that Viano 4, I believe it was, uh used to uh take B- uh, Blue Panthers mask. They did which was fun, which is very fun. They did that and then uh Pentagon also did it on Viano 4, didn't work. He picks them up and puts them up into the uh uh backbreaker, the like Argentinian backbreaker, but that's on the side, which is uh, Atlantis's finishing move that mm. uh one I thought it was funny because, you know, call back to the Atlantis Jr. finish because that's his finishing move, but also call back to Atlantis who that's the, you know, that's the move that he used to take Viano 3's mask, if I'm not mistaken. So we got callbacks in the match. We are re- reversing callbacks. We got callbacks to stuff that happened a couple months ago. Uh, A lot of bloody warfare. Uh, Great work was had by all. Great spots. Uh, No real bullshit or anything in there unlike other matches in this card. But ultimately, this match was great. I really, really enjoy this. This is, you know, the the main, the the semi-main, the the title match is definitely a must-watch. To me, this is also a must-watch, Scotty. So yes, I am excited you'll be watching this match.
2: Hey, uh, WrestleNomics is reporting day one's been canceled. What? <laughs> what am I going to do January 1st now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry to cut you off there, but uh, I know it's in Atlanta, so I had to laugh. That's uh, so no, funny. that sounds great though. I That's can't so wait to funny. watch it. Um, just the images alone, but good thing that you told me the callback, so I'll keep an eye out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not that it's like I a, have any uh, uh, connection to them. The
1: but. clutch. The, yeah, no, me neither, but uh, it's it's cool to learn. The clutch was like, is a, uh, like, uh, I don't know the proper name of it, but it was basically like an octopus stretch that you turn into a pin. Oh, yeah. Very, is very good. You'll know you'll see it as soon as it happens. Um, you oh, know, duh, cause I'm watching it. <laughs> 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 great, uh, great. match. Uh, Love this match. Yeah, Definitely go do. check it out. Um, yeah, <sighs> great stuff. Great stuff. And then the rest of the show, rest of the show. So do you want to walk me through the rest of the show? So give me a moment ah. give me a moment to, to catch my breath.
2: You give me a moment to find the card.
1: I'll 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 talk about day one. Day one, a Nick idea that just didn't work. COVID ruined the main event. It sold fairly well, and I don't think it was great. I don't think yeah, the main event was great. I don't think the tickets were on even sale yet, so I don't I wonder what the reason was for cutting the show. But that also makes me think that maybe it wasn't a Nick idea. Maybe it was a Vince McMahon idea to cut the show and not do it on day 1. Um, you know, and not do it on January 1st. Uh that seems interesting to me. Uh but I guess we'll see. But in the meantime I also seeing that it's uh not only was day 1 canceled, but now there are no PLEs in between Survivor Series November 26th and Royal Rumble January 28th. So I imagine there'll still be a yeah. there will still be something that replaces day 1. It just won't be Day one, maybe it's still in Atlanta. Who the heck
2: knows? Yeah, so uh, here we go. Um, I don't think did the, the Copa Bardal air? No, the first two matches did not air. Uh, no, there's, to the didn't, there's didn't air Tarus in any way, shape, or form, no, but Jack awesome. Evans was in it, so he's back in AAA. That's fun. To me, but
1: all right, oh no, uh. the, sorry, I'm looking at cage match. There was another match before the Copa. I don't remember yeah, what it was, but they, on
2: there. they didn't air that. It they started. A, in that too.
1: Yes. Oh, it was the Marvel match. It was the Marvel match, yeah. which apparently there was a really bad, nasty injury that happened to the Hulk wrestler. Um, that uh, like Hulk. yeah, the Hulk wrestler. <laughs> uh, but it was a really not, like apparently really? A, a legit stretcher job out of there. So that oh, damn! It was that's really terrible. Bad. Uh, really, but yeah, they they, they started being the
2: Hulk means. Um, he was green. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. But anyway, the AAA World Tag Team Title number 1 Contendership Fatal 4-Way match. You had Arez and Willie Mac versus Commander, and I don't know how to say his name, uh, Mestizez mm-hmm. Jr. Yeah, I tried. Sure, My tongue is killing me right now. Versus the Los Vipers, Latico and Toxin, and Hermanos Lee, Dragon Lee and Tralistico. with them winning, so the right people won. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: as you can also see there, nine minutes. This was a short-ass match. Um, okay, great. so let me break this down. Break so the, down. The match started and then we start with the what has been happening with Willie Mack and AAA, which is, you know, his Lucha gimmick in California. Starting the match, the first, like, 30 seconds to a minute of him doing a dance by himself in the match. It was fun. crowd loved it. Uh, You know, he's dancing. All that stuff. Then we do some stuff. We blow some spots. Commander does his rope walk. Screws it up. Tries it again. Kind of gets it. And then does a a shooting star, I think, off of it. So kind of blows the spot a little bit. But, you know, it's a tough spot. I don't blame him. And then Dragon Ranger has to go just kind of win. And then that's the match. It was really disappointing. A really disappointing match. You know, you can watch it and stuff. But, uh the beginning of the match leaves much to be desired the match itself was sort of disappointing. You wanted to be more action. It really wasn't for me. Sure. And then post match. So one of the sponsors of AAA is this like pharmacy, like the logo. they saw on the referee shirts. I don't remember if it was the referee in the main, the ta- title match, but referee shirts is like a picture of like an old man, <laughs> like logo. This is pharmacy. You probably saw in the background as well. So apparently, recently in AAA, <coughs> for that sponsor, they'd be giving out dolls of the mascot for the pharmacy, and they've been as a showing a sign of appreciation. They've been throwing the dolls into the ring. Oh my God. So that happened during the show, really, mm-hmm. or or maybe maybe a staged bit. They did a bit that happened. The old guys in it, Willie Max, like, what is this? And then you hear it, some voice from God speaking, and everyone, Willie really Mac, what's happening? And then a bunch of dolls of the old man mascot come out, from, you know, uh, fall from the sky, onto Willie Mac. The mascot himself comes out from the entrance and challenges Willie Mac to a dance off. <laughs> the guy can move. <laughs> the guy can move. But they do a dance off, and that's the that's the post match of this of this multi man is a, a mascot of a pharmacy and Willie Mac dancing. Uh, so uh, you'll if you're gonna watch it, you gotta watch it because it's fucking insane. It's so I was I, I could not believe what was happening. <laughs> it's like are you what what is happening? It was unbelievable. But yeah, match itself. Left uh, some stuff to be desired for sure.
2: All right, the AAA World Trio title match. Uh, you had Brian Cage, Johnny Caballero, and Sam Adonis defeating Nueva Generacion, Dini Mita, and the team of Bandito, Laredo Kid, and Psycho Clown. Well, that's upsetting. Why did they have to lose? That was my team.
1: If I'm not mistaken, I think the women's title match would actually happen. I don't know why Cage Match has it listed differently. Well, you're talking about this one. Oh, yeah, well I am it's, talking about this one. This match was pretty I to say. good. I like this match. People don't like it. The finish was bad. Uh but I thought, you know, it's Bandito Laredo Kids Psycho like Clown. You know, there were some good, you know, solid lucha actions, you know. I like that part. Um Yeah, so the cool cool sp- stuff about this spot match. Some solid lucha spots. Um uh the the uh Nuevo Generacion Dinamita uh, are a really good six or three man team. They had a lot of good you know trios uh, uh spots to do. Uh, Psycho Clown, Laredo Kid, and Bandito all came out with fusion masks. So they all came out with mat their mask, but with Psycho Clown and Laredo Kid and Bandito bits all That's on sick. it. So it was a really cool look. Um, Johnny Caballero Ka- Caballero or whatever Caballero came out riding one of those stick horses that little kids ride out with. That played into the finish, where during the match, people are getting hit in the head with cookie sheets. Uh, Johnny Cabrillo is about to use the the pony. Uh, Laredo Kid stops him, goes to use it. Referee Marty Elias says, no, you can't use this, and throws it to the side. Johnny then kicks Laredo Kid in the balls, Rolls them up, gets the win. That's the finish. So like I said, some decent, some good trio stuff, some good lucha action. The masks were cool, but the finish sucked ass.
2: Sounds like AAA.
1: Yeah. When when booking gets involved in AAA, it falls hard.
2: The Triple A Reina de Reina's title match. I was not going to watch this anyway, so it's a shame well, to see how long it
1: Well, was. you can't watch it, Scotty, because I think twice, at least once during the, the match, production lost the feed for like a full minute.
2: <laughs> Probably made the match better. Uh Taya Valkyrie defeated Camille to obtain yeah. the title. Camille, the unbeatable Camille.
1: <laughs> Camille, would, I, would you be surprised if Camille was the best part of this match? No. Yeah, well she was. Uh,
2: she was she the best a part. 4.63 rating on Cage Match. Probably. Oof. Oof, the match itself? Two people have rated her, no, her. her Ooh. 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 She, two people have given her a nine. Mm. Uh, five people have given her a six. There's Tom Latimer and Pilly Corrigan. Four have given her four uh three have given her a uh, four have given her three Mm -hmm. and three have given her two so
1: she's now i'll say about camille is that she has certainly improved she has certainly gotten better
2: than where she was you're supposed to do as a wrestler
1: of course taya on the other hand feels like she's gotten worse
2: well that's also true
1: uh this match was very brutal uh, very bloody. Taya bled a lot. Brutal!
2: Brutal! Nailed it.
1: The co- a cool spot about this match that I thought was a really good really good spot. Didn't see it actually happen, but when we came back from the production issues, <laughs> we, I was able to see it. But so Taya's bleeding a lot, and uh, and the commentator's like, oh, war- wearing the war paint or whatever. And then during the production hiatus, when we come back, at some point during the match, Camille took the blood off of Taya's face and then did like the football smear across oh. both eyes, and then had that the rest of the match, it looked awesome.
2: I was like, holy shit, that looks cool. Uh, the peak of the match is something that you do <laughs> aesthetically.
1: During a blackout. <laughs> yeah. That
2: that really goes to
1: show what I thought about the match. But yeah, it, it was not good. Uh, it was not a good match. Taya, I don't know what's happening with, I mean, Tanya has never been like a great wrestler, but it feels like she's getting worse. Um, Maybe it's just age or something. I don't know. Uh, And Camille has gotten a little bit better. I thought she was the better one in this this match, Uh, but it it, you know it just wasn't it wasn't enjoyable. Probably worst match of the show.
2: All right, (laughs) we're not done yet. Uh, We got one more left here. We got pagano defeating the chess man uh in a hair versus hair match i so, heard this is bad
1: i well first of all i don't know why cage Match says it's chess man because it wasn't chess man it was cybernetico uh different That's wrestler
2: so funny
1: different wrestler altogether That's um even funnier then <laughs> um yeah so i don't know why he's there <laughs> but uh, uh <laughs> cybernetico cybernetico old guy uh was it bad I think yes. I enjoyed it the most. I thought it was good. Uh, I think I enjoyed it the mo- more than most people. It was long, twenty-one minutes, super long, way too long. Um, the best part about the match was the finish, which I actually really thought was fun. Uh, it was interesting. Was uh, there? Well, also I should also say this match was like riddled with uh uh the referee takes a bump it was the heel referee so it's all that shenanigans then the re- heel referee takes a light tube bump um uh, Ch- uh cybernetico is also with his cronies uh the the toxins uh whatever uh so they're also involved in the match ref goes down takes a bump uh uh vampiro comes out he's the replacement referee chaos and brups uh, then uh, uh, another old guy from back in the day, uh, Jesse or Char- Charlie Mason, Charlie Mason, I think that's it. I don't remember. He comes out. He's trying to even the odds. Then he leaves at one point. They uh, Cybernetico and Pagano fight to the stage. And then Conan comes out, who earlier in the show was beaten up by Cybernetico and the Los Vipers, I think their their faction is called. So he comes back for redemption with a barbed wire baseball bat uh, beats up everybody. Uh, Then they go to the finish, which is uh, they set up a table on the stage uh, and Pagano and Cybernetico are climbing a ladder to, you know, presumably go through the table. Uh, Then uh, uh, Pagano picks up on, you know, Pagano is on, you know, here's the table on one side. Pagano's on the other side of the ladder picks up, Cybernetico, while still on the other side of the ladder, uh, you know, onto his back basically, and I'm like, oh man, how is Pagano gonna climb the last two steps and then jump off this table? Because he did it He goes then instead of going through the table, falls backwards through the stage. Uh, gets the pin since it was false count kind of anywhere of hair versus hands. hair, uh, and wins the match. And Pagano wins the match. It was at I was legit like I like the finish because I was like. Whoa, that was I didn't expect that to happen. I thought that was actually a legit cool finish. Uh and then, you know, uh Cybernetico gets wheeled out on a stretcher, uh, and they cut to the backstage cam, Pagano's cutting his hair, walks away, the guy's like in an ambulance, Vampiro in the Athletic Commission, Barber like shaving the rest of Cybernetico's hair. because uh, they have to do the they have to do the finish, of course. Uh they have to do the rules, so yeah, no, the match was riddled with chaos way too long, Uh, but the finish was interesting. So, you know, and Pagano bled a lot and and Cybernetico bled. So, you know, it was, that's fun, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, and, you know, it is what it is. You know, for me, I like the finish. Uh, I thought the match was more, it was the more interesting matches than the multi-man match or the women's match. So I was more into it uh, than I think other people. But, you know, you I, I imagine if you watch it, there's a good chance you might not like it. All right, so go check it out. Is what I'm saying. I'm not saying go check it
2: out. I thought it, was... it sounded like sounded like Triple Mania. Yeah, yeah. It Two was, great uh, matches to complete a night full of letdowns, bad production issues. The bad, bad,
1: the bad production issues happened probably the first hour of the broadcast.
2: Well, they actually happened throughout the whole show because camera cuts galore kills me.
1: Oh my god! Oh, the camera cuts. Uh, it makes
2: wwe seem like they don't cut at all
1: (laughs) (laughs) you think you would get nauseous by the blood and it turns out it's the camera cuts that make you nauseous uh didn't expect that one but yeah no it was rough stuff um yeah no but that's triple a that's triple mania that's it for the rest of the year for triple mania we don't have to now we don't have to talk about triple mania probably for the rest of the year or triple A. <laughs>
2: or triple A. Uh when when they're not doing triple baby, it feels like they're doing nothing.
1: Kind of, kind of. And that's just and that's also sort of a TV rights, you know, sort of thing. Uh but also, yeah, you know, just check out Lucha Blog's Google Drive and you'll get all that, that footage and mm-hmm. that TV footage. But yeah. It was that's actually AAA. a great match a few weeks ago. On on TV, the Triple Threat? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, the Laredo Kid, Taurus, and Vikingo. Yeah, good match. There it is. Vikingo, Laredo Kid. Black Taurus, great stuff.
2: Yeah, they just do that for fun.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm okay with that. They do that with fun.
2: Yeah, okay maybe FCR will defend their titles eventually. Yeah, hey, you know who knows? They defended at a simple, a single Triple Mania show. No, they did
1: not. They did not. Hey, look, but Dragon Lee we know can come to the states. Jerlistico is about to come to the states, so maybe we'll have it on uh, AEW television at some point. Hmm. That's possible. You know, we're getting that. Yeah, we're getting that in, You know, they're both coming in for uh, uh, King of the Indies, so that should be uh, pretty good. Can't wait for that ugh, show. By the way, November ugh. November's looking spicy with shows. Um, so we've been going for two hours. We didn't talk about NXT Halloween Havoc. Do you want to run through that real quickly? Or you yeah, want to call I it do because
2: it's laughs.
1: All right. So NXT Halloween Havoc is happening. I don't know the, any of the show. But... Perfect. We'll go into this
2: blind. NXT... Oh wait, this is my only way to. This is... Sorry, sorry. This is my only way to uh, give Roxanne credit, which I will in a few minutes. Fair enough. So we'll do NXT Halloween Havoc
1: happening this Saturday in Orlando, Florida, of course. Uh, Possibly the last name show like this before we go back to stand and delivers or takeovers or whatever the hell. So I don't know. know
2: Takeovers probably right, okay. not standard deliveries.
1: We got we got some title matches that here.
2: still remains.
1: We got some title matches. We got some gimmick matches. We got some uh, uh other nonsense here. So it's let's, probably NXT. It, it's it's very NXT. So let's talk. Uh, let's start off with Ooh! probably. Yeah. Wait a minute. I need to see if this is my match of the week or not. I'll I'll let you look that up. I like hype the main event, which will be the NXT title match. Braun Breaker defending the title against JD McDonough and Eli Dragonov. you just call him Eli? Yeah, Eli Drake. God did I don't
2: know. they change his name?
1: No, it's Ilya. I just read it wrong. Okay. You
2: just gave me a heart attack. I was Il- like, holy shit. Why did e- I not know about those? Eli Dragonov. <laughs> <laughs> um I actually think this will be a great match.
1: I yeah. I mean, you know, Dragonov and JD
2: McDonough are gonna do great stuff. Braun Breaker's gotten a lot of too. I think JD too. McDonough's kinda of meh nowadays. Yeah. But I think Ilya is so good that he'll carry both of them. I think that's true. I think that's accurate. And it's a triple threat. Like Braun Breaker just doing power stuff mm-hmm. while to mix in with all that should be great.
1: Yeah, we've seen from you know it's a triple threat, and I think also that's the idea. We've seen it with tag matches with Braun Breaker. You can hide him. You can hide him. And that's what they're going to do. They're going to hide him in the match. And so mm-hmm. he, you know, it's going to be a little bit. It, I feel like Braun might be the Mandy Rose of this triple threat match in terms of that the. Is
2: so disrespectful.
1: Of the Ilya Dragunov, JD McDonough to Dude. the B Priestley and Mekko Satamora. Uh, I feel like Braun's going to be the Mandy Rose uh. a little bit here, but. Uh, I think listen, he's going to retain listen, listen. just like Rose. He does.
2: is. However, mm-hmm. he is better than Rose. that we can agree upon.
1: Uh, <laughs> vacant NXT North American title match in a ladder match is vacated because they had solo yeah. Sikoa and Carmelo <laughs> Hayes's reign and then immediately give it up a week later. Incredibly stupid just to do a ladder match. I hated that. I hated that booking, but we got a ladder match here. We got Carmelo Hayes again uh, in here. We got a guy named Oro Mensa. He's a former NXT... Oliver U- Carter. Is that Oliver Carter? Yeah. <laughs> I was like a former NXT UK tag team champion. Who is this man?
2: I had to look that up personally because I was like,
1: what? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we also got Wes Lee in here. We got Wesley. Von Wagner, who some people are saying looks better. And I'll believe it when I see it. Ah, don't fucking lie to me. Guy sucks. And then Nathan Frazier, who, of course, won this. That's what I wanted to talk about. Best two out of three. West not
2: best. A two out of three series. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Him and uh, Ax- Axiom. Axiom, Axiom so. yep. Uh, him and A-Kid was great uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Week, week, not weekend. All three of them. Probably imagined, the best. All three of them did really good. Well, this was the first one I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was the only one that I saw anyone talk about. So I was like, all right, this must be the best one um a kid's excellent still if anyone cares uh, i know no one cares but i don't know why he's axiom <laughs> yet well, to connect the dots well it's the same issue that uh and they had. used to wear a mask no
1: that's even funnier. they put him in a mask, mask. you know it's the same issue though it, it's the same issue that uh aew had with jungle boy it's you know at a certain point you know it's boy kid you gotta start aging the guy up so what do we do you know, Jungle Boy, let's just drop Jungle Boy, making a nickname, call him Jack Perry. A kid, you know, how do we go from a kid to something else? You know what? Let's put him in a mask. Let's Amen. call him. Let's take. Let's steal Razor Wings mask from the Indies, make him obsessive with math for some reason, uh, and call him Axiom.
2: <laughs> I like the Axiom name. It's fine.
1: I'm just saying that like there's Axiom, there's like Ray Phoenix, El Hijo del Vikingo, Moreno Kid, Black Adrian. Taurus axiom yeah. axiom uh who do you think is gonna win and be the next north american champion and why is it carmelo
2: hayes i actually don't think it's carmelo hayes no who do you think it's gonna be hopefully not ron <laughs>
1: Uh um <laughs> i feel like it almost has to be the only if it's not carmelo hayes i feel like it should be Wes Lee because he is doing yeah. nothing
2: that's who i was gonna pick i think it's
1: I think it'll be Wesley. I also feel like it's probably going to be another hot contender. Maybe a,
2: I don't think this is. I think Von. Wagner Nathan
1: Fraser. That'd be kind of beast. I think I think Nathan Fraser's the underdog here, and yeah. Von Wagner's the dark horse.
2: <laughs> Ugh, what a terrible dark horse! Yeah. In a, spin- it'll be that guy that I don't know the name of. Orga, Orgo, Oro, ogre. Oro
1: Mensa. Not Ogre. Okay. <laughs> In a spin-the-wheel, make-the-deal, weapons-wild match, Uh, it is going to be Roxanne Perez versus versus Cora Jade. Uh, Upcoming Tuesday, they're doing a pick-your-poison match stolen right from Impact. How dare they? Uh, Roxanne is having uh, Cora Jade fight uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and I don't think we know yet who Cora Jade's pick is. But what do you think of this? She's picking from Raw. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. So they're, load, like, they're loading up Tuesday to go up against Dynamite. Loading. Yeah. Up. I'm going to uh, look up the roster and make my best guess. but
2: go I ahead. hope they give Roxanne someone good because what they did this past Friday, everybody, is Roxanne Perez got a chance to wrestle Dakota Kai, Bailey, and Io Shirai. And not so shockingly, she looked good against all of them because my main point here. Is one, she's the best prospect they have, by far. It's not even close, in my opinion. Um two, I think she has all the makings to be the best women's wrestler in the history of, of the United States. In yes, hist- I just said
1: that. In the history of the United States?
2: Well, I think Sasha Banks
1: is the best. Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. The next so, next active
2: wrestler in the
1: United States.
3: Yeah.
2: So I think she she's only twenty still. Mm-hmm. And she's already this good, yeah, so I'm saying if she can keep building on this and they make her main part, which I think they will, she will be great. I think she has all the makings to be truly truly great. she showed it here her and Io Shirai was really good together her and Dakota were really good together her and Bailey weren't in there that long, but they were solid too she almost beat Bailey, which would have been great, but she's she's already ready to make the step up that's the thing. Like she's 20 years old, she's already ready to make the step up. Like Mandy Rose isn't ready to make the step up. Mandy Rose is like 34. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. She's that good. Um I think she could be a special special talent. Um I really wish she got to wrestle some other people outside of WWE first, but it's okay. WWE has probably the best like roster of women mm-hmm. through their ranks in the US, so
1: yeah. Can't complain. I'm looking over the WWE roster for Raw, and I'm going to say just based off of who they to be Smack a heel, 10, right? And it's got to be a heel, someone who has some sort of Cora Jade connection. My best, my guess, and also they have to load up the show for uh, to go up against AEW, the War of to Return,
2: crushed by AEW. But yeah, continue.
1: Uh, I'm going to say Bailey.
2: Bailey wanted to face her.
1: Yeah, I think I think that it's also got to be someone that she would lose to Bailey. Roxanne would lose to Bailey for sure, but it's gotta be, very it's good. gotta be someone that can work within her style of technical more. style. It's gotta be
2: one of those three. Yeah, I think so. I don't,
1: I, I don't think EO would be the right fit. I could see Dakota.
2: Her and EO were so good together. That's true. That is very true. They were the other day, but I think you're right.
1: Um, Julius Creed of the Creed brothers versus Damon Kemp. In an ambulance match, where if Julius leaves it, hold on. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. I don't (laughs) understand the stipulation because why is not why is Brutus getting punished for Julius's crimes? I guess to Damien Kemp, but also. The belief is still, I think, that Damon Kemp was the one that attacked Roderick Strong. I don't think they've unveiled that yet, if I recall correctly.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why is it not just like, just lean into that and say, Roderick Strong is out of NXT or something like that? I don't know. Like, why are we doing Brutus? Like, I, it tells me, I already know who's winning. He's also, they're also the tag champions. No, <laughs> so they not? Are they not? Oh, they lost to the Pretty Deadly, I forgot. I've, that's going to right. be,
2: but they're not. Yeah,
1: but yeah. Uh, so I don't understand. I forgot. Damon Kemp was the one that made them lose the titles. Mm, yeah. No. So what do you think about this match? A hype for it? A hype
2: for Creed versus Kemp? I think they both are good prospects, so it could be fun. Um, but it's an ambulance match, so you can only do so much in an ambulance match. that's entertaining. That's a weird stipulation. <laughs> where do you think? Where do you think the ambulance is going to be
1: parked? on stage
2: i have no idea in the performance center
1: yeah i was about to say are they gonna fight to the back and then to the parking lot the classic nxt parking lot i think so oh here we go nxt parking lot let's go baby
2: Match just got 10 times better because of that parking lot uh
1: in another spin the wheel make the deal match we don't know what the match will be will be spun on Saturday or maybe this upcoming Tuesday, <laughs> Apollo Cruz versus Grayson Waller. Pretty good. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in watching this match only because Grayson Waller is pretty good. Apollo Cruz is pretty good. Um, I hope it's it. They have sort of a blood. So the match feud. should be pretty good. The match be pretty good. There's sort of a blood feud going on. So uh, I think, you know, blood feud revol- revolving around eyeballs. So I think it's going to be something regarding, uh, I don't know, uh, stab your opponent in the eye. Oh, it's going to be an eye for an eye match. That's how you do it, baby. That's how you, that's how you book. That's how you book in WWE. It's be an eye for an eye match. Apollo Crews is going to lose an eyeball or Grayson Waller is going to lose an eyeball. Uh, and that's going to be the match. And that's the main you event. Know,
2: we don't talk about how
1: Rey Mysterio got his eyeball back.
2: It regrew.
1: <laughs> and the main of not main event, Surely <laughs> <shortly, laughs> uh, <laughs> singles match for the NXT Women's Championship: Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire, aka Kaylee Ray. Are we switching That's the cool. title? Is the reign finally coming to the end for Mandy Rose? Are we putting the title on Alba Fire?
2: I called her Alba Fire the other day because I didn't know her name. Um, good to know it's Alba. I think it's
1: Alba. I think it's Alba and then Jessica Alba.
2: Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> and if that's they're going... That's
1: your insight on the match? Oh, huh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> if they're trying to go back to, like, NXT roots, it should be Alba Fire. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. They keep fucking having Mandy winnings. So I'm just going to expect Mandy wins again. My, I feel like
1: it's going to be Alba Fire because I don't... I think mean... they want
2: to call up Toxic Attraction, too. Yeah. Which sounds dangerous, but shout I, out Gigi, Dolin, Dolin, Dolin. I don't know. Dolene. And Dolene. JCJ. Shout nice. out them. They're the real heart of Toxic Attraction. They're not very good. But they're not
1: bad. They're not they're not bad, for sure. I think Alba Fire is gonna win only because two last names. You know, you gotta you gotta pick pick the win there. Uh but also you got the toxic attraction, potential call up. And you also have who the hell is going to beat Mandy Rose if it's not if it's not she's beating like anyone everyone else on the roster if it's not her Alba Fire who's it gonna be you know that's that's where I'm
2: I'm sort of settling no no wait let me try to think who's it gonna be. (laughs) who's it gonna be let's look look at the nxt roster all
1: right all right i'm gonna look up manny rose's defeats to make sure that she has not already beaten them
2: okay so she's technically okay so Alba fire is the challenger correct don't know who amari miller is um core jade's a heel yeah electro lopez is in in in, uh
1: (laughs) purgatory purgatory She's also already so, beat Cora Jade, by the way. I don't know who Fallon Henley is. Uh, that is, uh, she's teaming up with the Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, the oh, cowgirl. Sounds
2: terrible. Also, by the uh, way, I
1: I take it back. She's also M- Mandy Rose has also already beaten
2: Ka- Kaylee
1: Ray. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. But th-
1: that's she hasn't right. beaten Alba Fire.
2: But go on. Uh, Gigi, um, has enough fans that she could probably turn, but that's not happening. Uh, Indy Hartwell, maybe that'd be a choice. I I always thought she was gonna be the one, actually, but I don't know. Maybe she was. In, Ivy she Nile's was, she, pretty cool. She was in Purgatory for too long and became too cold. Uh, oh yeah, um, Ivy Nile's cool, but probably not. No, she's not. cool Jane, it. Jagger Reed.
1: What, <laughs> That's a fake name. That? That's a fake name you included. <laughs>
2: I don't know who that. Person. Sorry, I was just I, I haven't looked through the IXC roster in a while. But who the I'm hell stunned. is Who the hell is Jagger Reed? The former uh, one half of the Grizzled Young Veterans. Huh. Yeah. Oh, the, so it's, not not Zach Gibson, but the other one. Jagger. Oh, uh, James Drake. Yeah, he's now Jagger Reed. Jagger. Reed. Anyways uh katana chance no okay carter no i don't know who kiana james <laughs> is please don't be last legend uh nikita lions oh jesus christ i could see that maybe but uh, i could awful. too but man that would ruin it what are these names roxanne perez would be the right choice but that's not happening She's already lost sarai is nowhere to be found <laughs> purgatory piss me off tatum paxley i don't know who you are Thea, hell, I don't know who you are. Tiffany Stratton. Ah, she's a heel though. Damn it, she would Tim be She'd be up there. Tiffany Stratton's great, and she's also injured. Uh, Valentina Fernandez, I think she's hurt. I think. Uh, I think what, she.
1: I think she's fine. It's Alyssa Lyon. I think is who is injured.
2: Whatever. It's, okay, I know their team. Uh, Wendy Chu. No, she already beat her. Alyssa Lyon, like you just said, and then Zoe Stark. She already beat. So, uh. Yeah, it seems like we're down to Nakina Lions and Alba Fire. <laughs> this sucks! <laughs> I, uh, I uh, that's, that's not great. Do you think they
1: will also have Mandy Rose win and then just do a takeover Royal Rumble weekend? No, not Royal Rumble weekend. Survivor Series weekend? <laughs> And then she didn't lose it there. Uh, <laughs> These are the things I think about. These are the things that keep me up at night. If
2: Alba Fire wins. They have a road to go from Alba Fire to Stratton or Jade. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. That would open. That would open that up.
1: Or you can go against Indie Hartwell. You know. You know. Cold. Yeah. You know. Fire to cold. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe Saray as well. Uh, fire, sun, exist. sun, fire. You know, maybe.
2: Sailor Moon. Is that, is that the is that the show she's they made her into? <laughs> let's do Sailor Moon, but instead of the moon, it's the sun. <laughs> Assholes.
1: Anyways, that's it for us on this episode of Ringpost Radio. Show. Uh, get some plugs out there. Uh, uh, let's talk about them, Scotty. What are your match of the week, and what do you got to plug?
2: um you can follow me at scotty wrestling on twitter you have a um, big plug coming out this week as well i do um so <laughs> actually technically it came a- out an hour
1: and 49 minutes ago <laughs> in a way
2: yes what a patreon oh it's sunday well yeah. i think it's saturday that's why i'm confused that's very- um Anyways, let me do my plugs. Come on, Ryan, shut I'm up. I'm sorry. I'll, uh, shut up. I'll shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to do it here. <laughs> I'm giving um, you plugs to do for you. So this is my. Uh, you can go check out my interview with uh Tom Lawler if you want on fightful. Com. Uh, but the main plug that Ryan was hinting at that did come out an hour and 49 minutes ago on the Patreon, but you can wait till Tuesday if you don't want to pay. But you should pay because it's some great content on the Patreon. Mm-hmm is the beginning of the stardom road podcast here on the count out network very excited i got uh, trent doing that with me guys my tongue is killing me so bear with me here i don't know if i'm speaking clear english or not but stardom road we go uh we go down the we go down the road of stardom's grand history and how they've gotten to where they are um it's not all shiny rainbows but a lot of it's a lot of fun uh, we start off by looking at the very first match of Izuki Aikawa, which is exciting. Um, you'll get to, if you don't know who she is, you will by listening to our show. So be sure to do that this week on Tuesday. But if you're really wondering, and you got to hear it now. Go subscribe to that Patreon. Uh, my match of the week is the Gleet main event. By the way, guys. I don't get to talk about it enough on this show, but Gleet, Gleet's top five promotion. Oh. I I love this goddamn company. It's so good. Like, I know we originally started as a joke, but I legitimately think they put on the best shows. The return um, of Get Gleeted? <laughs> get Gleeted. Oh, man, I want to get Gleeted so bad. Uh, <laughs> um, I think they had one of the best shows of the year this past weekend um, in terms of match quality. What? Yeah, you while you're watching Impact and NWA and wasting your time over there, I'm watching Glee over here. Um, so the match that I'm talking about, even though two of them are must-see matches, uh, is Jun Kasai and Masashi Takeda versus Hayato Tomora and Ryuchi Kawakami. Uh, that match really kind of followed the road of that El Desperado match um, that Kasai had. Um, making non-death match wrestlers kind of having to show hard and come out and be try to survive almost in a lot of ways excellent stuff Um, and also Kaito Ishida versus Tetsuya Izuchi was also fantastic from that show and the Bandito and Commander match was great as well so must see over there on Gleet my tongue is killing me so goodbye those were my last words
1: Yes, uh, my match of the week is going to be. be is where, already talked about stuff? Uh, I will talk about Orange Cassidy versus Pac uh, from AEW Dynamite. I thought the match was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, you know, continuation of the story between the two of them. These long-term, you know, promotion rivals between Pac and Orange Cassidy. First ever title win for Orange Cassidy. So huge news as well there. I thought they did a good job uh playing into it, doing all the hammer gimmicks and all that stuff. Really, you know, set the story, simple story, told it well. I thought the match was pretty good. But yes, uh other plugs, you can follow me at Ryan IC, follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling, follow the whole show at countout pod. Subscribe to Ring Post Radio wherever you get podcasts. And again, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash count out pod. Uh, That's where you'll get all of that content. That's where you'll get uh, early access right now. Again, literally right now. Before it comes out, you can listen to the first episode of Stardom Road. Um, Very happy to have you and Trent on board for that uh, Stardom show. You know, if you're someone that, you know, you're hearing great things about Stardom, you want to get into it, and you maybe want to learn the history of Stardom to get into it. It's only 10 years. It's not 50 years like New Japan or All Japan. It's only 10 years. So if you want to learn about that and learn about go down that road with Trent, with Scott, then Stardom Road is a show for you. And again, it is right now on the patreon.com forward slash cannot pod. You can listen to that first episode. Along with Scotty and I's uh, show. Ryan hasn't seen anything. Weirdly, my our show, even though my name is in the title. Uh where we've watched a lot of matches live. And funny enough, we'll have a live, we'll have a match that'll come out tomorrow. Um, for uh, Ryan hasn't seen anything. It is also a stardom match. Io Shirai versus Kyrie Hojo for the Wonder of Stardom not Wonder, World of Stardom title. Uh, So that's coming out tomorrow on the Patreon as well. We've got other stuff like a great D&D show as well and other uh, backlog of audio that other shows have done as well. So a lot of cool stuff on the Patreon. Again, patreon.com forward slash Pod. definitely go check it out. That is it for this week's episode of Ringpost Radio. We will see you all next week on Ring Post Radio. Hopefully on Twitter this time. See ya. Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast.